now, introducing the man who's purchased new sliding shorts and a protective cup for the Clippers game that he was invited to by Steve Ballmer for next season in order to, quote, protect myself from any unwanted advances, unquote, even though he knew instinctively his first courtside experience wouldn't be a free ride. In anticipation of the Orioles putting together the longest win streak in the history of baseball, he's informed his wife and kids that they would have not the benefit of clean clothes for the rest of the year in order to preserve the good juju as he hauled the laundry machines out to the curb this morning. He is Glenn Clark. Good morning from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Pressbox. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Kyle Ottenheimer. Young Jack is here as well. Um, I want to thank uh, there being a little bit of rain for making six ninety five absolutely nightmarish. And, we had rain um, in a while. We could use it though. It's that's yeah. fine. It's proof that Baltimore is back. Um, the moment that a little bit of rain causes everyone to be completely unable to navigate a vehicle, it's just proof we're back, baby. We're back. Love to see it. We're back, man. Just a couple of drops of water, and everybody panics. Nothing quite like it, man. Nothing quite like it. Good to see. Love it. Hi. Good morning. Uh, I got in here at about 9.55. 9.55. Was a 52-er? More about a 52-er? No. I yeah, don't. you were in here. No, I wasn't. You were? I saw 9.52 on the car. Uh, maybe it was 53. I mean, maybe. I don't think I got up here in one minute. I raced up three flights of stairs. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm it's a happy day obviously for me personally as the Phoenix Suns indeed are on to the uh NBA finals for the first time in my life as a Phoenix Suns fan as I became a Suns fan when I moved out there in 06. So I had not experienced this. They reached the Western Conference Finals once before this and they are back in the NBA Finals uh for the first time since 1993 before I knew I was a Phoenix Suns fan. I am very excited about it. Uh, I wish Jalen Smith was more involved so I could make it more of a local story, but he ain't, and so I can't. He scored and, a bucket at the end of the game. Which is neat. Good for him. I'm, he'll always have that if he never accomplishes anything else. I hope he accomplishes much more. He still runs more. awkward, doesn't he? Yes, very much so. I don't know that you can just solve that. Like, it's just weird. I mean, it, part of it is his body type. You know, I like you, part of he's, it an is, athlete, he's an athletic big, but... He doesn't. He doesn't run like one. That's weird. But it's he's bizarre. he's built like he has done a great job of building his chest. Yeah. He's. Well, you can relate. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah. Man. <laughs> they call me that. Yeah. Everybody walks around like, man, that man is barrel chested. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he's done a great job of that. Not as much uh, in terms of um, the lower portion of his body, and I think that's just sort of the way it's going to be for him in his life. Look, I hope he becomes a uh, quality basketball player at some point. Just did not happen for him this season, and the Suns have a lot going on. So I'm, I'll, they'll survive, and hopefully he gets more opportunities in the future. But I am a very happy boy. I wrote a little bit about it on Facebook last night. Um, I'm not going to take any time because, again, I get it. Nobody else really cares about the Phoenix Suns around these parts. Uh, my buddy Matt Pine does, but nobody else really cares, so I'm not going to waste a lot of time uh, today uh, discussing it other than to say I, it gen- generally – the people, there are people that live for, if it's not... The my, weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people that live for, if it's not my team, I want to attempt to take down whoever it is. 
Sounds like a kind of bitter, it's, bitter perspective. Well, it's, it's very much who we are as Americans. Yeah. It's very much. I don't have a team in basketball, so maybe I don't feel like that. Ma- you know? Maybe not, but this is very much who we are as Americans. That if I'm not the one celebrating, I want to do everything I can to try to take down whoever it is that is celebrating. Um, I, I would think that it would be. I, you can say whatever you want about him being a flopper. I mean, that, that puts him in the exclusive category of everyone that plays the sport. Um, whatever, whatever small negative thing you might have to say about Chris Paul, as far as deserving is concerned, the man is a Hall of Famer. The man has been one of the best point guards in basketball history. Right yeah, I, know, I don't want to just throw anything out there. He's been one of the greatest point guards in basketball history. Um, very much deserving of at least making a finals. Um, certainly the best story that exists at this point, as far as someone winning a finals. Um, if Giannis ends up playing, do we have any update on that? By the way, I feel like thankfully his knees and ligaments are intact, so right. it sort of just remains to be seen. I think. Um, if Giannis ends up playing, then I I certainly understand why you'd like to see the idea of an ascending superstar, but not someone who has accomplished nearly as much at this point in his career. He's accomplished a lot. Don't get me wrong, uh, gr- quite a bit, but not nearly as much as Chris Paul. And, and look, Trey Young is going to be a superstar for a very long time to come, but he's an extraordinarily young point in his career. This is definitely the best story that's left of anyone in the, f- in the playoffs to try to get a monkey off their back. The idea that the Suns haven't had to face everybody's top superstars so far, I mean, I guess... In fairness, Nikola Jokic is the Nuggets' top superstar. Jamal Murray we haven't is the, the next guy. haven't faced teams at full guy. strength. Yeah, that's fine. Um, the, the, there's, there's so much there to you unpack. The Jazz had the opportunity to eliminate the Clippers, and the last two games with no Kawhi Leonard, they lost both of them. Playing a little Yaz flute. What's that? Yeah, little yeah, yeah sure. A little Yaz flute, if you will. Um, <laughs> where did that come from? What do you have? What, what you, I, that's fine, but what do you have? What do you have to offer today? Well, everyone knows Utah and jazz okay. go together that, like that's, peanut no, that's butter a, and jelly. That's a fact. That is an absolute fact. It's a jazzy area. Um, you know, I'm not. I, I just there's no there's no world where this is something that you apologize for. You don't apologize for what's going on with other teams. You just go and you handle your business. Whatever between Trey Young and Giannis, whoever plays in the Eastern Conference and whoever doesn't. If the other team wins, you don't apologize afterwards. You don't say, well, gee, gosh, golly, I'm so sorry we had to go win. You just go do your thing. Like, we do this bit forever. Well, yeah, if Kawhi – Paul George was trying this nonsense last night. Yeah, we would have won if, Paul, if Kawhi Leonard had been there. Maybe. Maybe. It's utterly undefinable. Or maybe Reggie Jackson doesn't play nearly as well if Kawhi Leonard is playing. Maybe – Marcus Morris doesn't play nearly as well if Kawhi Leonard is playing. There is no way, this nonsense thing that we want to do where we try to pretend as, oh, this never would have happened. If they, We have no clue. By the way, would Kawhi Leonard be a two-time NBA champion right now if um, Kevin Durant and, and Clay Thompson didn't get hurt the last time? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Do we take that away from him when we describe Kawhi Leonard? Do we say he's not actually a two-time champion because those guys were hurt? It's the idiocy that we do this. It's so stupid. It's so low rent when we have these conversations. Injuries, unfortunately, are part of sports. I, I, I wish they weren't. I mean, it'd be way more fun if nobody ever got hurt. That would be phenomenal. Can I, I, if there's someone we can sign up for that, I'd like to sign up for it tomorrow. Just turn it off in franchise mode. 
Ah, there is that option. The great point. And we just we never have an actual game. We just we play all the games on video games. That's the idea that you're talking about. You know, technology being what it is, you never. You know. think that we can have the video games control yeah, the yeah. actual? That's a hell of a. We gotta we gotta think more about. You've seen that. the way Boston Dynamics is operating. Yeah, it's a great point. It's a great point. It's just it's so low rent. It's so stupid when we try to have these conversations. It's irrelevant. And and I wish Paul George was better than that. I mean, I get it. It sucks to lose, and so you feel something when you lose, and you want to try to say something to make yourself feel better afterwards. Like, and Paul George, for the most part, was really good during well, these playoffs. Everything last night. What's much. that? Every game, but last night, essentially. Yeah, and the free throws at the end of um, sure. at the end of game two. Still I mean, a hell of a game before that, for what it's worth. He played quite well, but those are pretty critical misses that will linger for a long time, unfortunately, for him. I but say Paul, one thing: I'm calmer than you are. I don't even think I'm all You're that so worked up. I don't even think Hot I'm all that worked up. over all these fans trying to discredit well, I mean, your songs. Oh, I don't care about the discredit. It's just, it's, uh, if somebody tries to discredit the Hawks in two days, you're, you're an idiot. You're a buffoon. You are, and Paul George, it was low rent. It's just low rent to try to rewrite history. You have no clue. Nothing. And they don't give out t-shirts for... Would have won a title if not for blank. You could still make them. You can. You're going to look like an ass. I don't know. It could be a good hipster product. You think that's going to become a popular thing <laughs> moving forward? The would have won a title the shirts? I mean, if that's what you want to do, God bless you. Go right ahead and make your would have won a title shirts or the throw to your parade for the championship. You could have. You might have won. Maybe. You see, In another circumstance. Almost. No, they actually won. I don't know if you heard. They were actually the national champions. They won undefeated. They were actually the national champions that year, and so they celebrated that. Um, long may they reign. So that's the extent of my thoughts about that. The Eastern Conference Finals continue tonight, and uh, do we know about Trey Young? Even I thought he it was questionable for yeah, tonight. Right, still that's not the word. positive. So uh, we will see how that plays out as uh, the winner of that series, which is tied at two-two, will face the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. Right now, get 50% off all styles of windows, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90Nation or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. Um, apologies, I did not watch. I was I was watching basketball, hockey, and um, game three of the College World Series last night, so I did not watch any of the Orioles. Finishing off a sweep of the Houston Astros. As we all predicted. Everybody knew that was coming. I, I Again, it's like the last couple of days. It's such an anomaly. Or it isn't. Sure, right. Or this is the moment where everything changes and where the Orioles become the best team in baseball. Look, I, if some reason that happens, I'll be happy to react to it at that point. In the meantime, I, I just don't, I can't fathom celebrating it. So, hey, that was cool. And then someone reminds you, hey, you still suck. It's only shouting for it for people, right? Like, like it's that, the idea that, that the Astros are the Astros. Reacting to it as did, this right? is weird, this was different, is, is I totally or get like that. Or like how embarrassing for Houston kind of thing. I mean, sure, some of that, fine, by all means. Celebrating it makes no sense. It's it's just an anomaly and, and nothing more until somehow proven otherwise, which I don't think any of us believes for a second it's going to be proven otherwise. Um, but they did it. God bless. Uh, there's not a whole lot else for me to say. They did it. So there's that. Um, I got a message from uh, a couple of different people. My buddy uh, Justin Labor, John, John from Little Rock, I love you. We'll talk briefly about Wimbledon, but you know there's a new episode of Courts of Thunder that's available right now wherever you get your podcast. Just go search Courts of Thunder. You'll find it. Uh, uh, Greg and I did like a literally nearly an hour because there's been so much going on at Wimbledon 
we handled it as much as we could um, in a new episode of Courts of Thunder, getting a huge response to the show. We are very thrilled about that. Thank you for all of you that have downloaded, liked, subscribed, reviewed. All of those things help. Comments, everything helps. Even the jerk that goes on and makes fun of my lazy eye on YouTube. Believe it or not, that helps. And by the way, my God, man, you figured out in 37 years I've got a lazy eye? Really? That's amazing. God, you are. I can't believe the FBI hasn't hired you yet. Right or left? Uh, it's actually, it, it goes, uh, it, both of them, frankly. It's, um, it's, a, uh, it's a condition. I don't even remember the name of it um, because it's been 20 years since it's been something that I've thought about. At one point, they attempted to tighten the eye muscle in one of my, yeah, it was really weird. I had to have a surgery. I was watching the knife go into my eye. No that was super cool. No they don't put you under like, for that? They can't. You have to have your eyes open. They, can't they just they, do they, like some sort of weird. They numb it. They numb. You can't just like. You can't. You don't feel it, but you're watching. I'm yeah, sitting there that. watching the knife go into yeah, my no eye. I puked for like two days straight. I like <laughs> it was no fun. Doesn't sound great. And um, what they realized was it, 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 that was how they realized I, it wasn't just that I needed my eye muscles tightened. Mm. Is that I actually thought had a of that as very uh, draconian, yeah, un- if you unpleasant, will. Yeah. Unpleasant dog. Unpleasant. It's what it is. Um, and I've it, always been told I got good eye muscles. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that first the, thing people the, tell me? You know? When you go to the bar, the young yeah. lady's like, "Hey, you." Yeah, I can tell. Uh, I like your eye muscles. It's really common, actually. It's, yeah, right. That happens all the time. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of that, yeah. uh, unfortunately. Sorry, man. I got the opposite. It's really it. quite flattering. Yeah, right. It makes you feel good yeah. when somebody says, "Love those." Look at your eye muscles. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're just like, I know. Yeah, trust I me. I know. Um, Justin Labor and Dave both messaged me yesterday about uh, where I am. Glenn, you've been doing a lot of draft coverage. Where are you leaning? Not as far as what the Orioles will do, but what you want them to do. This is from Dave. I thought it was a good way that you posed the question to Eric Langenhagen the other day as what you would want them to do. I, this is always tricky for me, Dave, because... You don't know that much. I, I can't pretend like I do. I can't. Um we had the conversation the other day. The only thing I'll tell you that I'm I'm absolutely not on board with is the idea of going under slot for a high schooler. Like that it's so nonsensical to where the Orioles are as an organization that unless they've utterly changed thought processes and plan to spend a lot of money on players and are gonna do it pretty quickly, it's just completely nonsensical. So that's the only thing that I say I'm utterly opposed to. I'm not even utterly opposed to Kamar Rocker, by the way. Like, I'm not. I, no, I think I, it's a little odd that he's sort of you know, just last night floated wasn't, down. No, last night wasn't great, um, clearly. But I, I still think he's a, a good player. I, I am. It's unnerving how much he's fallen and the many things that people will say about him. But if the Orioles take Kumar Rocker, I'm not going to – flip out about it, I'm going to think there's a chance that he's going to be a really good pitcher. It just seems unlikely the Orioles it, it seems unlikely the Orioles will do that just because... We've heard very little to link them to him. Well, it's not so just far. that. It's the, the thought process in general. They, they seem to think you don't spend that high of draft capital on a college pitcher. That seems to be their thought process. You want to grab one later? Fine. You want to, you know, it's not the huge, it's not the biggest sample size ever. And I feel like they, Astros did take college pitchers at certain points. Obviously, they didn't sign Aiken, right? But you know, it's not unprecedented. Well, yeah, now, but that also wasn't Mike Elias wasn't making those picks either. Like he was involved undoubtedly, but he wasn't the one that was making those picks. And I don't know how that would have gone. Um, what Mike Elias would have done. Everything we've heard related to the Orioles is that they don't 
this is just not what they think the best way to spend an early first-round pick is. Okay? I, I, I don't know. There have been plenty of early first-round picks that have that were college pitchers that have worked. So Garrett Cole's okay, I guess. Yeah, he's decent. Like, I'm not – I wouldn't rule it out, and that's the wrong, why even if it was Kamar Rocker, it's not going to impact – I'm going to say, okay, you know, like, that's, that's the pick. Let's go. Let's see how this turns out for him. And you can never have too much pitching, even if you're trying to count – Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall as being answers before they've reached the major league level. You can do that, but, you know, they're not at the major league level yet. So I, I don't – I'm not ready to do that just yet. I, I certainly have great reason to feel hope for it, but I'm not there. And even if you do, that's two. It's two. You need a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. So I would have no problem with it personally. Uh, based on – all of the information that I've gathered in covering the draft, I probably line up with Henry Davis being the best likely scenario at five. I mean, sure, the the scenario where somehow, you know, Jack Leiter is is sitting there at five, sure, by all means. You know, like that's definitely the guy that I would want at five is Jack Leiter. But it just seems so unlikely that it's not really worth the conversation. Of the guys that have a chance, and I have no idea if Henry Davis will actually slip to five or if he'll be one of the top four picks either. Um, but if if he's sitting there, that seems to be the best case scenario at this point for 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 the quality of the player, for for what the Orioles a- appear to prioritize. All of those things tend to line up. So. That's probably the guy for me that it's, I don't know, you know, Justin said, is it Henry Davis or bust? I don't know if that's Henry Davis or bust because I, again, I can't. Presumably if Henry Davis is picked before the Orioles pick, then a good player's fall into the Orioles in his yeah, space. Presumably. I don't know that they're all in on all the shortstops or how that works, yeah. but, you know. And I think there's a lot of questions about, you know, would they take a high school shortstop? They certainly have been out scouting them and... You know, that question that I keep asking about what it does, the timeline, you say, hey, well, I'd rather just have the great player. I agree, but the timeline thing has to matter at some point. It sure. has to. It's there must. A, it's not as if it's a sweeping generalization that high school players are going to take five years, right? No, like, I mean, it could very well be that you find a high school player that's going to be ready within two to three. If Jordan Lawler is is that type of talent, maybe he's ready within two to three years and, and he can help you within the timeline. I, but, basically, I defer to them, right? I defer to their ability to scout and determine which players they feel are best suited for what they're looking for. So, like, that seems like a sort of cop-out answer. Yep. But at the same time, like, they're the ones doing this for a reason. Um... Yeah, I mean that's fine. That's fine. I'm not, you know, I, I, I don't. I, I don't know what scenario would be. I would like. I've said I don't. I, I don't it know. To be Harry Ford, right? Like I know you would be pissed, or like it's you not would have, I think it would be. I, it would be. I, it would be confusing to you. It would. It would be something beyond confusing. It would be in my mind a mistake. I don't know what what scenario would exist where I would say I'm I'm disappointed. Like I don't think there is one. I, I, it's a tricky thing for me. They have not earned my trust in this department yet. They haven't. They, you know, that's not. It's not a knock on them. It's they don't get any credit for Adley Rutschman. Adley Rutschman was the number one overall pick in a year where everyone agreed there was a no-brainer who the number one pick should be. You don't get credit for that. They might two years from now get a world of credit for me and some of the other players they pick. Give them credit for Henderson and Westberg. Right? I have I, no idea. They're guys at single A. You're not giving credit for that. Come on, man. Like that doesn't mean anything. 
Finding a guy who's having some success at single A is not yet something that deserves credit. It doesn't deserve scorn, but it's incomplete. They have not earned credit or benefit of the doubt yet in drafting. I, if you want to say, well, they were involved with the Astros drafts and the Astros had some good drafts, sure. They also had Aiken and Appel, right? Like, it, it's incomplete. I don't know yet if I think the Orioles are good at drafting. I trust their scouting. Now, it could be proven faulty and it could be proven wrong, right? Like, maybe I, in two years, feel differently. But as I, of now, for what we were I, I sold don't, on... I don't know where the trust is coming from. The idea that the comprehensive approach that we were sold on via Elias and Maidal and Maidal being the analytic maven and, and Elias touting the importance of scouting and the idea that they... Do their due diligence, not just on. But what tools, is your evidence that that's working? Well, the, the Astros did pretty well, right? Like the Astros did well scouting players. They and did finding somewhat talent. well, yes. So I'm until proven wrong. But you're base. You're suggesting that that means that Mike Elias was was getting everything right. Not everything, but I think but that's, I'm that's deferring to his expertise here. And well, I, I mean, think I certainly the, think he knows more than I do about it. There's no doubt about it. But he has not proven there is no track record that says that Michael Elias is a good scouting general manager or a good drafting general manager yet. That does not exist. It might, within two years, we might know a lot more. And we might feel unbelievably good. But as of this moment, we don't have that. They have not earned the benefit of the doubt that they are just very good at this. They might be. It might be that they're incredibly good at this. And again, within two years, we might know that we Kobe Mayo might end up being a guy that we talk about forever. What a brilliant move it was to figure out a way to go about getting Kobe Mayo in that draft. We're not there. I don't know that. I have no clue whether or not that was a particularly smart move, and I don't know when I'm going to know when that's a particularly smart move. At the moment, they're going to make draft picks, and I'm going to hope for the best, and, and we'll see how it plays out. But... We do not know yet that Mike Elias is a particularly good drafting general manager, or even a, a good one yet. We don't know that yet because we don't have enough evidence and we don't have enough time to see that play out just yet. That's where I'm at. That being said, speaking of Adley Rutschman, he joins us later on this morning. Perhaps you've heard of him, Orioles' top prospect, the soon-to-be top prospect in all of baseball, Whenever Wander Franco graduates from all of these lists, Adley Rushman will become the new number one top prospect in all of baseball. And he's going to join us a little bit later on as we make our weekly trip to the Bowie Bay Sox. That's coming up. Coming up in a few minutes, Senator Justin Reedy is going to join us. Um, he was a co-sponsor for the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act, which was going to bring name, image, likeness to the state of Maryland. Not necessary. The NCAA at our uh, the final hour, at hour 11, just says, ah, hell, we'll just go ahead and do it. Because on July 1st, uh, I think a, a number, I think 10 maybe states, were set to have name, image, likeness laws go into effect. And because of that, there was going to be an imbalance. And the NCAA said, well, we better do something. Ah, hell, we'll just erase everything that we've said over the years. And we're the good guys now, right? We're giving you the thing that you wanted. Let's talk about that for a second. Today's show, by the way, is also brought to you by Sports and Social Maryland. Right now, we're trying to give away an incredible night out next Saturday night at Sports and Social Maryland. Enter to win one of two grand prize packages, each including two VIP recliner seats, 
along with a $150 food and drink tab, the UFC 264. That's July 10th, next Saturday night at New Sports and Social Maryland in Live Casino and Hotel. Winners will be able to watch UFC 264 in style as Dustin Poirier takes on former champ Conor McGregor. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash contest to enter. Sports and Social Maryland is Live Casino and Hotel's amazing new sports bar with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. For tickets to see UFC 264 on July 10th at Sports and Social, go to LiveCasinoHotel.com. Seating is limited. So, it's here. That thing that the NCAA fought tooth and nail forever to keep away, they suddenly just managed to decide in one fell swoop, swoop, all right, you can do it now. And immediately, we started seeing athletes across the country last night announce endorsement deals, things that have been in the works for some time because name image likeness was coming to certain states and was ultimately going to come to college athletics as a whole. Mm-hmm. This, this is 30 years overdue, give or take. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really more than that, but we didn't... Well, the first million-dollar coach contracts were handed out in the early 90s. This was sort but of... But the truth the is that... Inequity became... There was, there was no point at which it should have been okay for anyone to not own their own name, image, and likeness. But when, when college athletics became the big business that it is with well, TV rights, with all does, of that, it like revenue mean, that they garnered. Magic Johnson and Larry Bird in 1979 certainly could have profited off their name, sure. image, and likeness, but it wasn't really an issue then. It became an issue in the early 1990s, and at, as soon as it became an issue, the NCAA immediately should have fixed this. They get no points. There is no, well, hey, good on the NCAA. It took a while, but at least they finally got it right. No, they were last-ditch effort to save their ass. They were forced to get it right because the laws were being written to go around them. They had no choice. Internally, they were forced to because some coaches and athletic directors in certain states were looking at other states and saying, we're going to lose kids to these other schools because they can go and profit off of their name, image, and likeness, and they can't do it here. Internally, they were forced to change. They didn't get no credit for this whatsoever. They're just attempting to govern from a crumbling castle, essentially. Essentially, yes. They get no credit. They fought at every step to prevent people from having the right to themselves. Because they could. Not based on merit. Not based on whether it was actually helpful. They fought because they could. And as I've said before, the reason why they fought is because they didn't want to have to compete. If college hunks hauling junk... Is that what they're officially calling this in Maryland? No, that's a, that's a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're willing to spend $20,000 to sponsor Derek King, the quarterback at Miami, then the NCAA's mind, that's $20,000 that could have gone to the program. the program or them, any of those places. They didn't want the competition. Period. As the kids like to say. I don't think they're saying it as much as you think. They Jack, should. Are they still saying period? See. What does Jack know about the kids? Well, we're giving we him a segment, yesterday. you know. What does he know about the kids? Um, period. They didn't want the competition. That's it. 
That's all this ever was. Every ounce of this has been about making it easier for them to profit more and trying to come up with bogus things they could throw out there as protect their well, you, you, you never, you know, this is good. there'll be unintended consequences of this wanking motion. There have been unintended consequences of everything. That hasn't been a reason why you've prevented it. You haven't stopped Mike Shashevsky and Nick Saban from being able to do national commercials because there are unintended recruiting consequences. You have never cared about that. You did this because it was about competition. And you didn't want it to exist. Now there's competition. A company that you might be able to bring on as a sponsor for the school, for the uh, NCAA tournament, whatever it is, now they might think about instead spending the money with yeah. the athletes. Who are the product. Now, I don't think it's going to have that much of an impact. College hunks hauling junks $20,000 probably wasn't going to go to sponsoring the NCAA tournament because $20,000 doesn't get you very far in sponsoring the NCAA tournament. Maybe you get a That's the type of big business that they're cup doing with that. a logo on it. No, probably not even that much. No, just one. Oh, you get one single cup? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you could get one single cup. For your $20,000. Maybe that would be the case. It's not going to get you very far. And I think there will be some numbers that end up being bigger than that. And there are still some fights coming in this sphere. Well, The NCAA does not want betting companies involved with athletes. but Not if, all states are restricting it. But if betting is legal, why can't the athletes sponsor a betting company? Or alcohol, if they're 21. Sure. It's one thing to say we don't want the athletes betting on sports. Well, that's that exists throughout sport. That's a commonly known, like, if you participate in this, you can't bet on it. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to believe this, but whether or not an athlete is being sponsored by a betting company, some of them might be betting on the games anyway. I've never seen DraftKings have athletes advertise with them. Have you? Um, Not DraftKings. There was somebody else that brought on... Um, Oh God, who was it? <clears throat> a couple years ago, there was they were doing a a a, a run of spots in the initial that first year when mm-hmm. uh, DraftKings and FanDuel yeah, were going at it. There was somebody else who brought in an athlete, and I can't think of who it was. But it's just interesting, right? Like, I don't know if well, part of that is just the uh, optics of it. It's I guess the, correct. Yeah, it's it's absolutely the optics of it. And it's the reason why that's been avoided. Um, but can they make it illegal? Will that be challenged at some point? Well, some states have in their NIL bills Correct. they passed initially, so 100%, this is not allowed. And but will that be challenged at some point by an athlete? Will an athlete step up to the plate and say, why am I not allowed to? Or will an athlete decide to go to a state that has no restrictions? Yeah, something along those lines, whatever it is. We'll, we'll find out. I don't know. That'll be something that we find out down the road. The other issue for the NCAA that they absolutely don't want to deal with is there's another side of this, which is somebody's going to take them back to court over what they weren't able to receive during their own athletic career. I don't know how that's going to go. It's very difficult to prove that they were specifically harmed. How can you put a dollar amount on it if it wasn't something you were able to receive? But there is going to be a fight about that in the coming years. Certainly the players that were penalized for Mm -hmm. name, image, likeness things are going to end up pushing this and pursuing it, and I don't know how that's going to go either. This is the shame of how long it took for this to happen, that they failed so repeatedly, so frequently, 
that now they're going to have to deal with all of that. Instead of just admitting decades ago, this makes no sense. What are we doing here and fixing it? They're going to have to deal with all of that in the coming years. Any player who is penalized for taking an impermissible benefit, suspended, all of those things, those players are going to be coming after him first in the court of public opinion to try to get a little attention out of it. And secondarily, might very well come after them in court at some point. Again, it's going to be... I, don't, I would need to speak more with... with um, uh, my friends that are lawyers, to figure out exactly how that would work. There would be plenty of lawyers to be willing to take the case, first of all, just for attention. I don't know, is it a class action possibility kind of thing? Like Maybe. It, it absolutely it could be that a group. Uh-huh. Largely, they've been antitrust in the past when they used to do the Ed O'Bannon and all that sort of stuff. But I don't know. It'd be interesting. Uh, it, it's going to happen at some point. I don't know what it'll end up looking like, but it's going to be something they're going to have to deal with, which is and why. Like, I mean, you think other players have, like, you know, Johnny Manziel probably has a stronger claim about the the amount he would have received mm-hmm. or be owed from this not being but, allowed but than I don't, insert. I don't, I don't know if that's winnable or not. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know if that's a winnable case to say I could have gotten blank. I could have been, had it been set allowed. for life. Right. I could I, have I, not needed my parents' oil money. Right. I don't I don't know. I mean, I just off the top of my head, I would need to know more. I need to dive deeper into that, and I don't know enough about precedent to understand, you know, like how that's been handled. It's over a four-year term. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, yeah. uh, normally it is. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes they don't right. make it. But I understand the whole deal. Um, the vice pre- the vice president yeah, yeah, is the one that Very takes important. over in those yeah. you know, situations. That's why you have to have a vice a vice president mm-hmm. uh, for those specific it's the situations. Second most important position in the country. We're going to talk to Senator Justin Reedy about this here in a minute. Uh, find out how it impacts the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act, which was set to come. It was a, a law that was written specifically to give a runway for the NCAA to figure it out on their own or for Congress to act and for it to not have to be that Maryland, you know, works. And, and so at this point, they get their answer now. The NCAA did take care of it, if you will. And so that, right in the nick of time, you know? Yeah, right at the moment, literally the moment it was all about to go to hell. Um so, you know, the, I, I we'll find out what parts of the law are still relevant. Obviously, that wasn't the only part of the law. We'll find out about that. And if there's any still any lingering concern about the, how the NCAA is going to govern it, are they going to attempt to limit anything, those types of things, we'll find out more about that from the senator here in a minute. It does feel like it's sort of just left up to the states. It largely does seem like... It is. It, this is what the schools had asked for. They had asked for Which it. It's even be, funnier because it's like the NCAA just acknowledging how useless they are. Essentially, yes. Right. Like we can't. We can't stop this. We tried our damnedest. We couldn't stop it. So now we're just sort of saying, "Hey, we couldn't stop it." That's essentially what we're doing. We we couldn't stop it. We just want to make sure that um, Florida State doesn't get recruiting advantages. That's all. That's all this is. We we. We did our best. We wanted to stop it. We fought at every turn. Nobody agreed with us. Every reasonable thinking person realized how effed it was what we were trying to do. And so now, you know what, guys? The jig is up. We can't keep claiming amateurism and being able to win on it. I mean, it's, 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 it's a joke. It's an utter and complete joke. And again, they get no credit whatsoever for this. Nothing. No credit. It is funny that the irony of... Mark Emmert being, you know, the face of the NCAA's ineptitude, and he was also one of the ones who 
was was very involved in coach salaries exploding when he was at LSU in 2004 mm-hmm. and gave Nick Saban 2.3 million. Yep. You know. Yep. And this is they're they're fraud. All of these people are fraud. They're, they're, I mean, like hypocrite is not a strong enough word. It's just not. These these people are borderline criminals. Correct. This has been one of the eternally largest scams in American history. And they should all be ashamed and they should all be out. I mean, and the I don't, system admittedly I'm unaware is is there anything at all remotely similar to the NCAA in other countries? I, I mean, I have no clue. You know what I no mean? Clue, like, right. in that but, but world, college athletics as a whole is I just get not it, right. Like, it's not right. I mean, I, I don't. You know, they come to America to play college sports, correct. kind of thing. But correct. I, I, I don't. I have no idea how, what, what kind of comparison there would be. Uh, John from Little Rock. Hopefully, Dabo lives up to his word and quits. Now the athletes will be getting paid. It'd be wonderful. I have a feeling he won't. Yeah. Oh, he definitely will not be. Let's make that very clear. He South Carolina, by the way, is restricting the licensing of team logos and all of that with their sponsorships for players. They're one of the states that is doing that. Well, that I don't know how I, that I, affects. Well, you know, I, don't, I also can't believe the team. Lo- I can't believe there'd be any state where you'd be able to use the logo. That doesn't make not, any sense. It's not official in other places. It's not as if. Yeah, that that's not going to work. You you don't get to take that. I mean, it's why when Joe Flacco does a Pizza I get Hut that. commercial, yeah, he's got a five and a purple shirt. I correct. get it. But like, like that's you don't own you don't own the right to that logo. That's not debatable. But it's there's there's discussions surrounding. It would be different perhaps if the schools are facilitating the deals which is still up in the air in certain places as well, right? The idea that certain places the school needs to write off and approve any deal that's placed or made, which could restrict the ability uh, to profit uh, off of anything that's viral. Essentially, this means all of this is going to have to be solved in court. Well, 100%. All of this is going to have to be solved in court. NCAA, believe it or not, by passing this two minutes before midnight, has kind of... Didn't really work through everything, just sort of said, "Ah, we got to do something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this is all going to end up in court at some point. Like, there's no way that players are going to be able to go use the logos of the schools when they go out and do these like commercials or things along those lines. That will not be something that they'll be able to do. Um, now, as far as like selling an NFT, somebody might make that. That like that might become a more a more difficult issue, right? Because if you have a phenomenal play and you want to make an NFT out of it, I don't think that you can take the logo I off of your... Understand. I'm not going to pretend like yeah, I understand And that's them. part of the problem is my <laughs> utter lack of knowledge about yeah. NFTs. That That's the reason why this becomes very difficult for me and I still don't get it, nor will I ever get how the NFT thing works. Look, as a whole, it's it's a good day for college athletes. It's a long overdue day, but it's a good day. It does not. It's not a good day for the NCAA. They they have accomplished nothing. I mean, their ass is out. Correct. It, it has been proven how fraudulent that entire industry is. We'll see how it goes from for them from here. I don't know if this is enough to prevent the top football schools from splitting off from the NCAA. I don't know. A, you know, a lot of the future of the bit. I don't know. I don't know. All right, can we grab a break? Yeah, I'll text him. All right, we'll grab a break here. Uh, today's He's on show the also road driving somewhere, so we should be all right. All right, today's show brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Senator Justin Reddy, he has been at the forefront of this issue in the state of Maryland. We'll talk to him about this next. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. 
At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York strip steak, the smoky thigh wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, barbecue chicken bowl, and their silver anniversary turtle cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's silver anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion, Conor McGregor, and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at SportsSocialMD.com. That's SportsSocialMD.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. Tweet us Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at glennclarkradio.com. All right, back in here from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Pressbox. If you haven't picked up the new print issue of Pressbox yet, I encourage you to do that right now on the cover. Maryland quarterback Talia Tungavailoa, of course, trying to change the future or the fortunes of the University of Maryland football team. You can read all about it in the new print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms for free or any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox. You can read it all. Pressboxonline.com. NIL is officially here. Um, not the prettiest way that it's been rolled out. Sort of the NCAA admitting we don't really know what we're doing, but 
We know we have to do this, so here it is. Now you guys go figure it out. Joining us now is a man who's been on the forefront of this topic. He was a uh, co-sponsor, along with Delegate Learman, of the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act, which was going to bring NIL to the state of Maryland. It's always a pleasure to welcome our friend, Senator Justin Reedy, back to the program. Senator, it's uh, Glenn and Kyle. It's good to chat with you, as always. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. Yeah, you bet. I'm glad to be on, and I'm glad that the um, NCAA has finally you know, take an action on this issue. Yeah, just uh, just about three decades overdue. But other than that, they nailed it, Senator. Other than that. Well, you know, Delegate Learman and I put that bill in, and they just folded. Like they said. So, right. <laughs> we're, we're no competition for the Senator and the Delegate. That's the way that it goes. I, I guess let me start with this, Senator. In, in Maryland, how does what the NCAA did impact the law? Um, are there are there issues? Does does it make the Safe and Fair Play Act the way that that NIL will be governed in Maryland? Like, what is the impact of the decision yesterday from the NCAA on the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act? So, so my understanding is it doesn't really change our law. It allows for people to start doing this now. Our law or our bill that we passed uh, was going to make the effective date twenty twenty three. We, of course, were fine with starting it as soon as we could, but, right. you know, you have to, sometimes you have to, you know, work with people and work stuff out and compromise. So we, we, we had, you know, with the, the safety regulations started right away, but then the NIL was going to start in 2023. And that's still what the law will be on the books, but the NCA has said we are not going to any longer uh, enforce um, the rules against this happening, and it's going to allow student-athletes to begin doing this now and uh, and I'm you know all for it as you know um, I don't know if I, this just happened so I don't know if we'll need to take some time to revisit if we need to make any adjustments to our law okay um, but for now I mean that that's what that's how it's happening is there anything in specific I, I think it is the way that it was going to be governed in the state of Maryland right as far yeah. as as what play the athletes could or could not do is is any of that a potential issue with the NCAA's decision? I don't believe so because okay. we did not put into place in our bill any sort of co- and again I you know I'm not an attorney so I'm certainly going to look at we're going to look at this in the coming you know the coming days I we did not put any sort of regulatory scheme in place that said if you do this if you represent an athlete you have to do this if you're an athlete that does it you have to do that there were a few restrictions we had in the bill on you know, it, it, an athlete couldn't do something that would interfere with him actually participating in their sport or something like that. But I don't think anything we have in the law will be conflicting with this. And frankly, the only reason kids couldn't do this was because of NCAA rules. It's not against the law for a kid to go get a sponsorship from a business to sponsor them. It was just against NCAA rules. So we were passing the law to say, supersede that and say, right. you know, you can't, you can't, that you, that's not that 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 it's our state law that they can do it. Right, we're know? not allowing you to infringe upon their rights. Is right, is what right. the law was going. We're to empowering do. them to do it, whether you like it or not. And I and I, you know, obviously, you know, um, I jokingly said, you know, they cowered after we passed our bill. The truth is, there were several states that acted. And I think that it all helped to move the bill forward. It was clear that the July first date was one that they were. You know, afraid of or whatever word you want to use here, that was that was significant for them, um, as that's why the the reason this came out yesterday to get ahead of that. They July didn't want 1st a comp- yeah, they didn't want a competitive imbalance, 
and they didn't also want to have some, I assume, more legal action being sued by a student athlete in one state that couldn't participate in NIL, like an athlete in Florida or a couple of the other exactly. states that were taking action that were going to happen right away. Senator so. Justin Reedy is with us here on GCR. Senator, for, for those that, <clears throat> that aren't aware, are, are there any limitations in Maryland like, you know, it, could, could, a, could an athlete not appear at a bar because of them not being 20? Like, are there any limitations as far as the, the law that was put in place for student-athletes in the state of Maryland? We did not have any limitations in place for that. I believe there are, there are some rules in, like, like casinos and gaming. There are specific rules about what kind of endorsements and, and things they can do and what kind of, like, political activity they can engage in. Alcohol, there's a, as you may or may not know, uh, there's an intricate, massive amount of laws dealing with alcohol and alcohol regulation in our state. Yep. Um, and, and there are some, I'm sure there are some things that restrict someone under the age of 21 from doing certain things. But generally speaking, no. I mean, generally speaking, there's not, to my knowledge, anything that would keep an athlete from taking pretty much any kind of endorsement. Um, and uh, now the NCAA does, did in their statement put out a few things that they said were not allowed. I don't know how they will enforce that, but there were a couple of areas where I can't go and offer a sponsorship to a recruit if he attends Maryland. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, in says that's not allowed. And they also said you can't base, you can't base the level of support or the level of sponsorship or amount of money you get from a sponsor can't be based on how successful you are on the field or the court. I mean. <laughs> Meaning that if you score 20 points in the basketball game, you get $10,000. If you only sure. score 15, you get. But I don't really know how they would enforce that. Correct. But that, that is what they're saying. The, the, so, the yeah. better players are definitely going to get the better Correct. offers. <laughs> I, I guess it's just the way that you go about doing it. I, I can certainly say you can't structure a deal to say you get this. We're not, we're not going to pay you based on performance, but I well, assure I, you and that. And I, I think we were – one thing that – and we erred on the side of not doing this because we didn't want to overregulate. Brooke and I, Delegate Learman and I both were concerned about – and so is the university, you know, the university system expressed this concern, too. They don't want athletes, we wouldn't want an athlete to have some charlatan say, I'm going to sign deals for you, and then, and, and, then, um, and then take the money and run. So we thought about, should we have some sort of regulatory structure for agents? But at the end of the day, we thought, let's not put that in law right now, because we don't want to, we don't want Uncle Jimmy to not be able to represent his 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 right. nephew right. because he doesn't want to spring for a big some big licensing requirement. So that's something that may have to get worked out over time. Those are some of the unintended consequences. But already people have unscrupulous people that prey on them anyway. So Correct. It's, 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 that's sort of, unfortunately, human nature. There are bad people that do those kind of things. We certainly should be on the lookout for it. But there's nothing in Maryland's law that really regulates that right now and and, and by the and senator when we talk about these unintended consequences and i know you've you've been quick to point some of these things out on twitter um like th that, that exists for other 18 year olds too unfortunately right. sometimes you go take a summer what you think is a summer job somewhere and then you find out that like the guy that you were going to work for painting houses is a criminal 
and and he doesn't right. pay you, and that sucks, and I don't want it to exist. But that's not something that's new because these people are athletes, and never was it a even reasonable good faith argument about why this shouldn't exist. No, and that, that's not a reason to overregulate something. Um, right. It, 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 you know, certainly if someone, I think at some point, the NCAA would be wise, or states would be wise and some of them may have done this, I'm not familiar with the intricacies of every state's law, they'd be wise to put in place some sort of regulatory like or reporting requirement that if you're going to represent student-athletes in this, in this manner, you ha- we have to know that you're doing it. But we didn't want to make a like agency or agent requirement in our law. So that's kind of where we left it. I think that could be something maybe you'd want to come back and clarify in the future. Sure. But again, I really pretty... And this, it's so it's so funny. This issue has brought really conservative Republicans and really liberal Democrats together, you know, because right, it's right. like the rights of the worker and it's also like free market and free market economics and sort of this weird like it, it's been interesting to watch. There's very few issues right now that unify people on the political Correct. spectrum. This this seems to be one of them. But I didn't want I don't like introducing too much government regulation, you know, into something unless we absolutely have to. So understood. I, I, so we're going to keep an eye on it. I think we all need to keep an eye on it, but I, at this point, it's pretty old, wide open. Senator Justin Reedy with us here on GCR, and I think to your point, Senator, like the, we're also not talking about a lot of money that's involved with this for for the majority of athletes, right? Like not, the, not usually, no. And so yeah. the idea that it would have to be um, a licensed agent that would represent them so they can get a hundred bucks to, to you know go make an appearance somewhere or something like that, like that's. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense at the moment. No, and I, I think we were thinking there could be a need at some point to say, if you're going to represent these young people, you need to at least be like, we need to know who you are. But the truth is, that's what I didn't really want to, I'm glad we didn't do that yet. I think it could be a situation at some point where there might need to be some level of of reporting or, or registration, but... I don't want to create some new license somebody has to get, like you said, to go represent a few students that want to get money for for endorsements. I do think there will be some athletes that can really monetize this dramatically, but they may not even always need a representation to do that. So... Anyway, well, yeah. and, my, and my gut is, and again, this is this is this is a free market concept, and it's a bigger conversation than we have time for right now. My gut is, if you're one of those athletes that stands to make a significant amount of profit, you're probably going to get lined up with somebody. You'll probably choose right. to align right. yourself with someone that isn't right. in over their skis. You know, like they. Well, they, and the schools. I think the big schools. Now, of course, the NCAA also said the schools can't facilitate deal, deals for students. I, I think the the, the big 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 name brand schools would be wise to um, to really watch out and try to steer their athletes away from unscrupulous and say, we can't tell you you can and can't, but here's a list of, you know, five or six or seven people. We would really recommend you talk to one of these people, yep. you know, before you sign any, any deal with a person who represents you. But a lot of these guys, it's going to be, hey, I've got, you know, twenty thousand Twitter followers, and I'm the back. I'm the I'm the the fifth defensive back at the University of Alabama. But there's so many crazy fans that that, uh, including Dustin Reedy, that you know, I've got twenty thousand twenty thousand Twitter followers. So if I if I'm willing to tweet, you'll pay me fifty bucks every time I tweet for your yeah. product. That kid, that kid doesn't need an agent for that. Nope. So it, it, there's 
yeah, you don't want it to be overly regulated, at least for now. I mean, again, if, if a bunch of abuses start or things happen, you can always come back and evaluate it. But I think um, I'm excited. I mean, I think it's going to be kind of kind of weird and crazy for a while. Um, but, I, you know, I think it'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Senator, I think the couple things that jump out at me. One, and I, and I agree with your your previous point. And and if you're in a if you're an attractive female who has a lot of uh, Instagram followers, you you don't need somebody to represent you. You can just uh, company reaches out to you. Hey, would you, you know, would you tweet about our product? Yeah, I can do that. Right. So I, it's the right. same. It's the right. same. You know, conversation. Um, what, what jumps out at me, uh, there's a couple things. One, you, you brought up this, I think we've already seen like the University of Maryland has a group they're partnering with to try to help yeah. their, their student athletes you know, navigate the NIL waters. I think a lot of yeah. schools now are getting involved with that. Let's find, let's find a group that's good at this and we will encourage you to talk to them. As you go in this this direction, you don't have to, we're not going to force you to use this group if you don't want to, but we have partnered with them, and we think that it would be a smart idea for you to partner with them. That seems to make a lot of sense for me. It does, and and I'm and I am not. I know you know we obviously love to bag on the NCAA, and we love to sort of. Oh, talk I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep doing it, Senator. No, which is fine. No, it's fine. Yeah. We also, I know that you know some of my favorite people that I listen to. We, you know, that it's like sometimes the schools raising objections to this for years and years. You roll your eyes. I do think it's it's good though for a school to provide those kind of kind of guidance because we don't want we want kids to make the best decisions for themselves and to not get into situations where they're getting ripped off or where they're you know so i think that's great and and i think honestly i know for a fact actually when brett you know the illinois coach the new coach brett bielema when he was hired there one of the things he brought in with his whole team was somebody who's going to basically be the nil guy on their team right and he's going to and, and I think that's smart, and it was before it had even happened, because he's like, look, this is the next wave, and we need it's going to give us an edge in recruiting if we have a plan for how we're going to help kids maximize their NIL opportunities. Now, obviously, like I said, the NCA claims that the schools can't facilitate deals, but they can certainly, like you said, say, hey, here's this consortium of, of representatives that you should definitely go talk to. Yep. You know, you, you don't have to use them, but go talk to them. Um for sure. So yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's going to be very interesting to watch. And and I want to make sure that everybody knows the other side of the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act is is about you know safety. None, none of that is affected by any of this. That's all becoming that's all becoming law this summer, right? Today, correct, correct. correct. Yep. And actually, Mr. McNair, um, I, you know, obviously had the honor to get to know him a little bit during this yep. process. He was on Capitol Hill just just a couple weeks ago yeah. testifying about some of the national stuff, trying to put player safety. At, at the forefront of this whole discussion, and I think that also, you know, needs to be, a, you know, it needs to be a, not forgotten and still a part of this. Um, but I'm glad in Maryland, like like you said, our law is going into effect that all of the safety requirements and reporting requirements will now be, uh, and I hasten to add, there were a lot of things that had been put in place, but they weren't in state law yet. Mm-hmm. But now they're in state law, and and there's reporting, so we'll we'll be able to track and be sure that kids are you know being being taken care of not just their health and safety which is of course very important but also their academic well-being that that kids can avail themselves a scholarship athlete should be able to avail themselves of of any academic endeavor um without you know without being risk of like well that's going to get in the way of your football you know we, we want to be sure that the kids can if they're being given a scholarship they should be able to pursue with within reason any academic pursuit 
that's part of that scholarship. No question. No question. All right, Senator. So with this taken care of and sports betting coming into play um, here in the next couple of months, are, are there any significant sports topics that will still be on the docket when you guys get back together for the next legislative session? You know, I don't know. Like I said, we may – I'm always looking. There's some. There's talk about some of the high school sports, some different things that, that people have concerns about in the state. But I, I think we. one thing I do want to look into, and like I said, literally this just broke the last couple of days, but I'd like to look at is there anything we need to tweak on our NIL law. Okay. Uh, but, but I – you know, basically – this is a big thing. This is a big shift, and it was very, um, it was very cool to kind of be a part of the discussion um, and and try to move the ball forward. Well, and we know this happened because the states forced the issue because of the work. I like you know, I, and and when we we joke about taking credit for it, but you know, you guys weren't first, but you were no. on the forefront, and and we know that this happened. The reason why this came is because states finally stepped up and forced the issue, Absolutely. forced the NCAA's hand Absolutely. to make this, and so that's, that's right. why this was so important. Like, uh, I'm, not a he- I'm not a hero, but no, just kidding. No, that's, that's right. <laughs> well, you say, I'm not comfortable being called. I that's wouldn't right. call myself a hero, a hero. but right. if you wanted to call me a hero, I would, I would certainly understand that. No, um, no, but in all seriousness, I think, and actually, if I could make a political point for a minute, I do think this is one thing, anybody listening that follows politics at all, one of the cool things about the way our country actually works when it's working well, and this is an example, states really are the laboratory of democracy. States can pilot stuff and try to work on stuff, and then you get to a point where there's a critical mass where several states do something, and it does really actually move the ball forward. Um, and so I think it's a, that's a cool sort of political science note. This is not a political show. Right. But no matter what side of the aisle you are on, it's good that we have this kind of system where, you know, several states were like, you know, this really doesn't make any sense. We really should take action. And it and thankfully it, it did push yep. the issue along and, and brought about some real change. 100%. This is the reason why we're here today is because of the action that states took. There is no debate about that whatsoever. Um, you can follow the senator at Justin Reedy as well as at Reedy CFB. Um, the the first one is his senator account. The other one is his sports account. So yes, my sports burner account. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my sport. It's not really a burner, but it's uh, it's my sports account. That's right. Senator, yep. always appreciate you taking the time. Uh, uh, congratulations. Um, you de- you guys definitely put in a lot of work, and I think you have every right to feel good about the work that you put in. Um, and on both sides of the aisle, the delegate as well. Uh, as you mentioned, I, I like it when everybody can come together and just say, hey, yeah. let, let's have some common sense about something. And, and it is proof that government can work. I would like to see that in other situations. But, Senator, that's a conversation. We'll, tr- we'll try. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely try. But I appreciate you guys covering it. You covering the issue, too. It's important. I really appreciate you taking the time for us, as always, Senator. Have a great right. summer. We'll talk to you soon, all right? You, too. Thanks. Senator Justin Reedy joining us here on GCR. And as I said all the time, whenever we have a uh, political-related guest on the show, I do not, I do not line up. I do not agree with everything that a certain politician says. And if you say, I can't believe you put this person on until the Rock gets in office, I got a funny feeling that we might not agree about everything. Like I, I think it does matter what your name is. So you know, we do disagree about that whatsoever. Um, I, I, you're going to come to me later today and say, you put this person on, well, th- look at the stance they take on this. I don't, I'm not telling you I agree with that. I'm not. I, I, that's not. I'm having a conversation with someone because on this particular topic, they were a driving force, the same way Delegate Learman, who we've had on the show, was. One of them a Republican, one of them a Democrat. Remarkable how that works. A hell of an idea to, to, to try to figure these things out and 
there's a bigger problem that I I can't solve and Lord knows you know will not be solved for some time. But um that's not what I'm saying when I bring uh someone on politically uh, so in the political sphere is that I support everything about that person. I don't. What about the political octagon? You know, that's different. Yeah. yeah, right. That's that's a different conversation and I might support all of this. No, I it's I just want to make that very clear. I think that the senator and the delegate deserve a great deal of credit for forcing the issue in the state of Maryland. There is no debate that the reason why this is happening is because the states finally stepped up and took it off of the NCAA's docket, I guess. I mean, I they 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 have been really working on that docket. They you know? forced their hand. The states said we're going to do this. We are going to solve this problem. And if you want to catch up, you can catch up, but we're not waiting for you. It's coming. And a number of states took care of it, and that forced the NCAA to do what they did yesterday. And now... The NCAA is even further, you know... It, 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 it is... Bastardized. It, correct. It's a reminder of just, just how little power they truly have and, and should have. Frankly, um, they they should never have had this much power whatsoever. This is, you could argue, this is something the states should have done before, right? That they were also late on this, and that might be true. That that might very well be true. I think that a lot of them would argue, well, we're not trying to regulate other people's business. Correct. We don't want to do that. We'd rather not. Should they have gotten out in front of it further? Maybe, maybe so. Better late I, than never. I, I I give them more credit than I give the NCAA. By far. It's not close. Far more credit to the states that stepped up and said, no, this is illogical. This is not okay. Our our residents are having their rights infringed upon, and that's we can't accept that. A lot of other issues related to that topic that haven't been addressed by some of the same states. Again, conversation for another day. Today's show also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or go to C3America.com for your free analysis. Uh, I've been sitting on a finish this. That's uh, cheeky good fun. We're This hour we're going to do uh, uh, Young Utes with uh, our boy intern uh, Young Jack and uh, Adley Rutschman. Perhaps you've heard of him. All scheduled uh, here an hour. Now, all of these things very important, very equally important. Finish this, Young Utes and Adley Rutschman, very similar parallels for all of these segments. All coming up here in hour number two of Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Sports and Social Maryland is bringing the ultimate UFC fight night experience to you at Live Casino and Hotel. Watch Dustin Poirier take on the former champion, Conor McGregor, and get the ringside feeling with our state-of-the-art AV system and stadium seating. They take sports viewing to the next level with a massive 100-foot media wall, 47-foot big screen, 40 HD TVs, extensive beer selection, big eats, in-venue gaming, bowling, and more. They're raising the sports bar at Sports and Social Maryland. Come see for yourself. Tickets now on sale for UFC 264 at sportssocialmd.com. That's sportssocialmd.com. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here it. Watch out! Oh, 
For the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. Hey everybody, this is Chris Ruling from Great Eights Memorabilia, and we want to invite you out to Jimmy's Famous Seafood on Sunday, July 25th. We will be there for the Casey Cares Return to Training Camp Crab Feast with Baltimore Raven linebacker Ty Bowser. Tickets are on sale now at GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. That's Great, the number eight, letter S, Memorabilia.com. And remember, you always have a chance to be great. Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover thomas kenzora profiles university of maryland quarterback talia tongavailoa and his chance to deliver the terps to big 10 prominence this year also inside bo smolka breaks down the ravens offensive line a look at coppin state's olympic connection and much more press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 royal farm stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the orioles ravens and terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Hour number two of today's show brought to you by Glory Days Grill. I cannot recommend enough the buffalo cauliflower, the smothered chicken. Those were my plays the last time I was at Glory Days Grill. Of course, the wings are always a great option. The smoky thigh wings are perfect. GloryDaysGrill.com to find out what's going on at your neighborhood at Glory Days Grill. Love them. And uh, I owe, I think I'm two weeks behind again on getting uh, some gift certificates out, so I will do that this week for a recent Would You Rather Wednesday winners. I promise you that. All right, into hour number two of today's program. Adley Rutschman will join us later on this hour. Perhaps you've heard of him. In the meantime, let's get to a finish this, shall we? Finish this. Brought to you today by your local Toyota dealer. 
and by buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. All right. Um, this is from the New York Post. Big mistake. I'm gonna let uh, Jack participate as well. You with us, Jack? You ready? Do you understand how this works? Do you have, did you learn from the last time? Okay. Man, you should be. Are you jotting this down? All right. Man accused of blanking to blank blank. Two in what form? T.O. Man accused of blanking to blank blank a blank over a blanking blank blank. I'm going to get rid of one of those blanks. I'm just going to get rid of one of those words. Just leave it one blank at the end. All right? Man accused of blanking to blank a... Uh, sorry. Man accused of blanking to blank blank a blank over a blanking blank. All right? Kyle, I, I know that this one's going to be a struggle, so I'm going to let you start while Jack tries to work his way through it. It's... All right. Um, I was kind of expecting him to go first, but sure, why not? Man accused of... This is the tough part. This it is. Blank to two. The yeah. ING is, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I, it should be. It actually should be helpful to you, but you have to think that through. So, man accused of running to local. No, man accused of running to uh, extinguish fire. No, man accused of <laughs> of opting to. Forgo. This is impossible with this. You, you, a you need to figure out what type of word it should be. Man accused of dropping to. No, I'm trying. I'm sorry. I can't figure it out. Man accused of dropping to. I would encourage you to just throw some words out, even if they don't make sense, to see if maybe you don't come up with a word at some point. Well, that's not how this normally works, Glenn. I understand that. You hold yourself to a standard, but I'd like you to lower your standards today. What if I said no? Well, I'm telling you we got to do that. Man accused of um, coordinating to leave donkey a... I'm, I'm going to try to help you here. Yeah, that'd be good. The two words are a single thought. That doesn't help me at all. No, they they should. It just sounds like a riddle. That just no, it's not. You're you're overthinking this. A single thought. What does that even mean? You're you're creating two different thoughts. You're when you when your two words okay. are two separate thoughts. Man accused of attempting to uh, drop trousers. See, it doesn't. The A. The no, A those is are two separate thoughts. You're still doing separate thoughts. Drop, drop trousers and is... trousers are two separate thoughts. Well, maybe you should have come up with a better blank for that one. And no, made it one word. No, no, I'm not doing that. You can handle this. You're a big boy. Man accused of a concept that just happens to be two words, but man it's the same. Man accused of attempting to confuse producer a <laughs> ass over a <laughs> confusing <laughs> sentence. 
There's some commas in there that I missed. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. That's the one, believe it or not. Jack, right into the microphone. Man. No, right into the microphone, Jack. I don't, I don't know why this is hard. <laughs> Just said. It's okay. We can work around that. Of course, it's a five-minute production for Jack. Man accused of fighting. Again, right into the microphone. To bring back a... Didn't seem that hard for Jack. Well, he also had like six minutes to think. Uh, this is not... My mind is... This is not what I Just was Just keep thinking. going. Man accused of fighting to bring back a whale over a... Uh, the ing uh, none of the, uh, over a man accused of fighting to bring mm-hmm. back a whale over a disturbing mm. thought. Okay, <laughs> you you worked your way through it. I give you credit for that. All right, I need a number. Uh, man accused one. of drinking to completely forget a pig over a roasting fire. Uh, give me number one to six. Mm, how about? One. I mean, it's probably a poor choice. Threatening. I like to just get that out of the way. I don't want to have right. to keep thinking about this ING2 Threatening. Thing. Man accused of threatening to... To... To mm-hmm. accidentally ignite, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. a fire okay. over a... Singing porcupine. All right. Jack. Man accused of Right into the microphone. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna is get this there. Not the in, headphones. Is this not like the headphones. Yeah, you should be wearing your headphones for sure. You'll understand you, th- talk talk for a second. Yeah. How do you sound? Good. Okay. No, move now, to the move, right move a little. Your he- talk I, now. It's like pretty good. No, no, yeah, no, no that's it's not. not what you were doing. No, no, move your head. You just turn. Move your head. Now right now, talk. Okay. So, see how it sounds a little, different? A little quieter. Yeah. All right. Funny how that works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So man accused of threatening. He's still doing it. He's still talking to the side of the microphone. <laughs> right in the microphone. It's fine. You're okay. I promise. A man accused of threatening to... <laughs> sue. Man accused of threatening to sue... No. That makes sense. None of this makes sense. <laughs> man accused of bring back was pretty good, by the way. That was a pretty good combination of yeah, putting two, two, it's not, though. two it's words into one thought. It's not correct, but it was you had the right idea of trying to put two words into one thought. Man accused of threatening to man accused of threatening to fill. No. Come on, man. Just work. It doesn't have to be great. Just work your way through it. I believe in you. Maybe it's your fault, Glenn. No, it's not. I'm not a fan. This of is a headline. Game. This isn't a headline. You always doctor the headline. A little bit, but only slightly. Well, maybe you could have done better. I didn't, I didn't change the concepts. Man accused of threatening to kill Jim. That I can't. A. Wow. That's first of all. A. What was the second who's, word? Who's Jim? Jim. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is the letter A, the, the word A is just... Trust me, I get it. 
Not good. That's why it's got to be one sim- single thought you between keep the saying two. saying that. What do you mean? Give me an example of a single thought in two words. There's Other pl- than bring back. <laughs> well, I mean, bring back was a good one. It was absolutely a... Like a think hard? Uh, f- you said fill. Fill up. Well, he fill was saying up. Like PH. That's what he I was un- saying. No, I don't think he was. Jim and Phil. No, I don't think that was it. (laughs) Fill up like you fill up a gas tank. That's two words that happen to be one thought. Not hard. Not hard. You guys can do this. I believe in you. Probably too much, frankly. That's that part might be on me. Up is unnecessary in that. No, it's not. Fill a would be the same thing. You would understand why it wouldn't be the same thing. In cer- no, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be in every How, circumstance. Wait, there would be in circumstances. Most circumstances. In some circumstances, you'd be correct. Most of them. You're, you're just overthinking it for the sake of overthinking it. I think you did a poor job with the construction of the No, it has nothing sentence. to do with me at all. Uh-huh. At all. And you'll understand. You can do this. Just, just go with it no matter what comes out of your mouth. Just That's keep a going. Game. Just uh, keep going. Very dangerous. If you want to kill Jim, kill Jim. I don't know <laughs> if he did, but we're going to do it and just work your way through it afterwards. Even if it doesn't, the sentence structure makes no sense. We got to move forward. Man accused of threatening to steal water. No, th- just keep working through steal it. Steal water. A. A. <laughs> a porcupine uh-huh. over a fishing rod. Okay. That, you worked your way through it. <laughs> Makes porcupine no sense. Too, though. I mean, he would have told you if porcupine was right before when I guess. Probably would have, yes. Man accused. A- a- no, no, just give me a number. We're not Man accused keep... of no. to Slim no. Jim. A fill no. over give a... Give me a number. One through five. Two. Up. <laughs> Thanks. Go ahead. Man accused of threatening to bring up a argument over a roasting fire. At least it's something. Next. Man accused of threatening to upcharge, maybe? No, no. The second word was up. Blank up. Man accused of threatening to... I believe so, yes. Blank up. Blank up. Blank up. A blank over a blanking blank. Man accused of threatening to throw up a. Man accused of threatening to throw up a. X over a DMX song. No. Man accused of threatening to throw up a. Oh, come on. Come on. Throw up a. Work your way through it. Man accused of threatening. All right, we're gonna have to cancel the segment. I'm sorry, Jack has ended the segment. Kyle's Kyle's bitching, and Jack's inability to just work his way through it. Well, this one is like gonna a, end up is a very complicated sentence structure that you've brought. How up about here. next time, me me and Kyle are going to by all means. We're you can get come up with a headline by all means, yeah. and I'll have to just work my way through it. <laughs> you want to do some show prep? I am so in favor of that. I am so in favor of there being other people doing some show prep around here. Man accused of threatening to. Come on, work your way through it, Jack. Why are you happy, Jack? By the way, where did that come from? I can. It's a story of one of my friends who went to high school. Uh-huh. One of my friends from school who went to his best friend from home passed away last oh, summer. All right. so well, it's, it's like a clothing right. company that they started right. in honor of him. All right. Man accused of threatening to fill up a, a pool over a blanking blank over a. Come on, just anything. Annoying child. Okay, give me a, I don't know, I have no idea. Number one to four. Quickly. Um, three. 
missing. Man accused of threatening to blank up a blank over a missing blank. Man accused of threatening to break up a marriage over a missing nugget. <laughs> it's it's really funny. There's something really funny about that. That's all I can. Is your it, a friend of yours divorced over no, chicken nuggets? No, it's just, this, the chicken nuggets are kind of related to the story. None of the blanks are nugget, but like they're they're related. They're, in fact, I said kind of. They're significantly related to the story. Man accused of threatening to make up make up a man accused of threatening to make up a story over a missing person. Okay. I mean, I think I got this. Man accused of threatening to dig up a body. Okay. Over a missing tender. <laughs> It's not. I said they're nuggets. Well, I did say it was specifically nuggets. It, it's like All a right, rectangle one, square situation. One to three. Mm, four. No. Uh, you know what? One. Blow. And there's a significant difference between blow and blow up. Not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> there's a significant difference. Man accused of threatening to blow up a blank over a missing blank. Man accused of threatening to blow up a... Keep into the microphone. Man accused of threatening to blow up a... Store? What kind of store? Man accused of threatening to blow up a... It's a KFC. It's not a KFC. Oh, so we're thinking about like fast food? If it involves chicken nuggets, I'm imagining something involving food is in the headline. It's chicken nuggets, so it's got to be like taco. Um, no, McDonald's. <laughs> I was gonna say Taco Bell. McDonald's. So that's there's one man acute. Yes, it's McDonald's over a missing. When are Taco Bell's nuggets coming? Yeah. I'm <laughs> fascinated by it. I am fascinated by it. I actually want to try them. Man accused of threatening to blow up a McDonald's over a missing sauce. Hey! Hey! We got there eventually. An Iowa man was arrested over the weekend for allegedly threatening to blow up a McDonald's because workers forgot to add dipping sauce to his order, to a report fair, said. It's an it important does component. piss you off. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Robert Golwitzer, 42, is accused of calling in the explosive threat early Saturday night after he ordered chicken McNuggets from the fast food restaurant in Ankeny, police told WHO 13. In addition to the bomb threat, Golwitzer allegedly said over the phone that he would punch a worker. <laughs> You've already called it a bomb threat. <laughs> like, how exactly does... Well, his hey, fists are the I, bomb. I'm going to blow you up, and then I'm going to punch you. Explosive punches. What is that? Uh, police called Golwitzer, and he allegedly admitted over the phone, and later the precinct to making the threats. He is charged with a false report of explosive or incendiary device. Uh, Golwitzer was jailed Saturday and was out on bond by Sunday. Hmm. So Good for him. Stick to, up for what you believe in, you know? Yeah, right. If it matters to you, it yeah. should matter. Be willing, to, be willing to take a stand about something. That's what I always say. All right, Jack, you ready? All right. <laughs> I mean, turning Japanese, you. I think I'm That's, turning it's a very Japanese. Different I really think it's so. time for young Utes. Uh, by the way, we had the video of years ago for a punishment. I had to sing a Madonna song on the wrestling show. Okay, I 
we did not play the video, the song over the air, just in the background. It was pulled. It was pulled. Good for Madonna. It was pulled. It's Madonna, but know? it's still available in a lot of other countries, like Angola. I believe it's still available in. That's I got a whole list of other countries America if you got where it wasn't. It wasn't pulled. It was muted. So you just like you would see the video, and it would just be me like, just be doing that. That's all it would be doing. Mm. So is uh, that her song that I'm singing? No, that was a different. I was gonna say you I were think. you were singing. Um, I don't know who sang it, but oh god, what was the song again? Remind me what the song. Turning Japanese. Turn in Japanese. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that's, uh, God, I don't remember who that is. I don't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, that's not the point of any of this. The point of any of this is time for Young Utes. This is the portion of the program where Young Jack lets us know what's going on in the world of the Young, the Vapors did turning Japanese. Uh, Not probably going to come up today in in Young Utes, if I had to guess. He's got uh, three things that are trending that hopefully are are a little bit more recent than uh, some of yesterday's stories. This one happened last night, actually. All right. We will find out what's going on. What are the young people talking about today? Young Utes brought to you by Grade 8's Memorabilia. They've got a return to training camp party coming up July 25th at Jimmy's Famous Seafood with Tyus Bowser. It benefits Casey Cares. It's going to be an awesome night. Plus, the Purple Takeover at the State Fair. That's all on the way. Great8smemorabilia.com. That's the number eight. Great8smemorabilia.com to find out more and get your tickets for these tremendous events. And if you're a professional wrestling fan, an awesome event coming up later on this month, uh, this month with Danhausen uh, and MCW and Baltimore Celeb Fest coming in October as well. Again, great8smemorabilia.com. All right, what's going on in the world of the young? All right, so yesterday, I know you're a big Suns, Suns guy. I am. So they made their first NBA Finals since, Ooh. what, 1993? That's correct, yeah. They also uh, snapped another streak, which I thought may have just lived on forever at this point. So the streak that I'm talking about is that yesterday with the Clippers losing, Shaq, the stat with Shaq having a player that a teammate that he played with once upon a time in his career will no longer be in the NBA Finals this year. Wait, this is the first time first, I don't know. This is that. this, this is, is the first time in 36 years that a NBA Finals will take place without a teammate of Shaq being on the team. That is kind of remarkable. It's Which is a pretty crazy. It's more stat. of a tidbit of the day yeah, the than kids, it is. Are the kids a, talking a, a, about a, that? That, that's what the kids. Yeah, are? Well, that's this is what I've just been reading online, and then a bunch of my friends were talking about it yesterday. It's like this is this stat is just like it's, it's an interesting. Like a, it's an, an interesting stat. I yeah. don't know if it's, I don't know if the thirteen year olds are talking. Yeah, about I don't know. If it, right well, but I don't think thirteen is the number we're looking for either. I don't know what it's eighteen year olds. I don't know what the eighteen year olds. That's why we have young. That's why young Jack is young youths. Or is it just your friends? I mean, I, I, I more than just my friends, I think are talking about this, but I hadn't heard it's, it. It's, and I'm a tidbit man. It's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to. I, I can't think. Shaq ended up playing for so many teams at the end of his career. Like he ended up in Phoenix for a minute, then he ended up in bought in Cleveland, Cleveland and Boston. I think that was it. Celtics that was the end. Legend. Yeah, Celtics legend. <laughs> um, I remember it was still exciting when he ended up in Phoenix. Remember they traded Sean Marion. He was the Shaqtus. He was. Uh, it was still very exciting. Like it was a very big deal when he arrived in Phoenix, and then it was not that long afterwards that we realized, oh no, it's just over. Like it's just Dunsky at this point. Um, Sean Marion didn't exactly like light the world on fire after he left for Miami, but it still it was. Uh, it was not the impact. Jack, what was trade. Sean Marion's nickname? Hmm. Do you even know who Sean Marion is? Yeah, he's the guy on the Mavericks, right? He, he shot, shot pretty weird. weirdly. Yeah. The Mavericks was the, the tail end yeah, of his career. Right. He did yes, spend he some did time with the Mavericks. Mavericks. Yeah. That did happen. He was the name? Matrix. I yes. uh, never would have gotten that one. No. All right. Seen the Matrix. I didn't like his jump shot. All right. Have you seen the Matrix? No. Hmm. All right. Mm-mm. I, I'm going to only give you a half a point on that one. It's an interesting statistic, but it's more tidbit of the day material than it is 
Young Utes material. All right, All right next. Um, well, then maybe I'm going to screw this one up too. <laughs> anyway, today is better known Rather than July 1st, it's Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, that's definitely not Young Utes that's material. Not... That's just a sports topic. <laughs> that's just... Darren Rovell is tweeting about that, and I assure you, Darren Rovell has nothing to do with the Utes at all. Yeah, so I, I knew that one was All right, we're going to have to retool this for next week. Be... We're gonna I think that the problem to... could be the, the asking for three a day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the youths care think, about anything I think they enough. do. I think that a lot of things trend, a lot of things are interesting. I feel like you haven't talked enough about K-pop. <laughs> I do feel like there should be more some more K-pop. Yeah. Are, are the youth still into the K-pop? Oh yeah, are they? I think I know somebody's Jack? into the K-pop. I don't Aren't know. They? I'm not in. I don't. That's know. just you're not. Doesn't mean that other the kids are. are. The kids were very much into the K-pop. I don't know if they still. A lot of people somewhere I, are. I know that BTS is still like the biggest artist on the planet, but yeah. I don't know if it's the kids anymore. Or if it's like, the, well, maybe I guess I think they the do a better range. job of getting kids than Probably MLB. True. You know, Pro- that, you know what? You <laughs> might be right about that. Yes, today is the day that Bobby Bonilla gets his check from the Mets. Congrats, Bobby. July 1st. Uh, and, and I don't know if we'll be Maybe he'll looking. sponsor a student athlete. Maybe he will. I think the, the, a lot of Orioles fans are wondering, will we in the future be dealing with this with Chris, Chris Davis, Davis day? day? I don't know like what day. Do we know what day Chris Davis will get a check every year from the Orioles for but some Chris time Davis to come? Chris Davis does. I, oh, I assure you he does. There's no, day to, no doubt about that. Do you have a third? I do have a third one. So... Madden 2022 is coming okay. out August 16th, and I think it's one of my favorite video games. Like, probably the best game I'm I'm good at. Hot take, so, hot take over here. So there, there's this this indie game that not everybody's playing. You guys might not have heard of that. I'm super into. It's called <laughs> Madan. No, so they're actually coming. So the game never really changes, other than like Correct. the big yeah. stars that transfer teams and download the roster and whatever. But this year they're coming out with a new feature. It's actually called Home Field Advantage, which every single all 32 teams have their own sort of like the Seahawks have the 12th man. So it's like gets incredibly loud. And then like as you like hot route a, a wide receiver to go, he will like won't be able to hear it. It's like he's just going to run all over the place. And, and like then the, the Chargers have road team advantage. <laughs> <laughs> so like the Ravens, for example, have the, like the I think it's like trust the trust process. So what does that mean? Yeah, what so it's basically that? like when the Ravens running attack is like in the red zone, it's game over. Like it's unbeatable. Yeah, if like, I don't think anyone's going to fumble. Like I'm pretty sure everyone gets faster. Like sounds it's, like a competitive imbalance sort of thing in Madden. If I had to guess, like wait, the, wait, the okay, Bears, wait, for example, is like the kicking. So like the, the Bears, kickers just never make kicks. Yeah, it's like much harder. Like that's the, their home the, team advantage. Yeah, no, that's the kicks? that's when you're like oh, when you're like stuff. If you are playing the Bears, let's say the Bears are like the team you're you're playing and you're in Chicago, that's like one of the things. Like kicking it, like the the line to line it up for the okay well i mean that's that's is all over the place i don't i don't disagree with that that's that's similar to the the reality that should make a little bit of sense right i'm I'm good with that i kind of think it just throws off parody to an extent right like if you're having an online game on madden who like the home team now is is extra important right like you're no longer on an even playing field and you're giving like if the ravens can't fumble inside the red zone seems kind of unfair well, I mean, but that's the you, Ravens, let, you let them play as the Ravens, before. right? Like that was your choice to allow them to play as the Ravens. Yeah. I think it's of all the ideas Madden have had to change the game. Is this, is this for? for is trying, this for, wait a second? Is this for online mode? Is this for just playing against, or is this for like uh, franchise mode? This is. I, pre- I want to say it's for like normal, like. If, if you I versus one of your friends, like just regular game console online, like franchise. I think it's the whole. So just play on a neutral field. That's the way it should be then, moving forward. You, you want to play Madden against your buddy, and you want it to be, you don't want to avoid all these things, just play it on a neutral field, I'm right? Sure you could probably turn it off in the settings as well. 
Oh, I would assume so. Uh, what What is the reaction to this from from the Utes? Yeah. Anytime these kind of, these sports games like add the smallest thing, it's just gonna spark big big trends like big news like in the, like the gaming world. Well, so. But do they like it? Do they not like it? Well, What's considering the-, the game hasn't come out yet. Nobody knows. There's no nobody can really give a fair assumption if they like it or not. Come August sixteenth, I will let you guys know. All right, if I all like right. It. so this was the best one. This is most related to the Utes of uh, of today's topics. Like iCarly was really good yesterday. It was a really good one that I, I genuinely believe that young people are talking about that, and I, it means nothing to me. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for like I know about Bobby Bonilla Day, and we can maybe. We might add a second, like a cleanup thing at the end of the show where you say, hey, you guys didn't bring this up today. Like, is it something that we should talk about? I'm not opposed to that. But for young youths, I want you to focus on trending trending things that people that are younger than me. You know, like the lemur from Zaboomafoo. Yeah, that, that I probably don't know about. You know what right? Zaboomafoo was? I don't even know. I have no idea what Zaboomafoo was. Kids show back when I was a if you say so. young teen. Was it popular? My cousin liked it a lot when he was a young kid. It was just this like lemur. Is there, a shirt, around. is there a shirtless woman on Twitter that I'm looking at right now behind you? Is that what I'm looking at? What am I looking at exactly? Um, what is that? It looks like Kira Knightley in oh, a movie. I enjoy Kira Knightley. I'm a fan of her. I think there's been more stuff on the Ravens feed. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't, it's just, I, it, just happened to, it just happened to pop up. I don't know what it is. I just saw it out of the corner of my eye and said, well, that's interesting. What is that? Is it from the soccer movie that she was in? Is that Presumably, yes. Okay, all right. Well, I enjoyed that film. I'm glad we covered that. I enjoyed yeah. it. Very important. This is not young youths. This is old a-holes. Um, you're gone tomorrow. You're not here tomorrow. And we don't have a show on Monday. Um, so let's tighten it up for Tuesday. All right? Let's tighten it up. Get the best of the best. I, I, want you to, I want you to poke around various b- blogs, various... I don't even know what the kids blog. I don't. I have no idea. Just YouTube. poke around. Yeah, you poke around YouTube. Find out what it is. I want viral videos, videos, things along those lines. All right. Mm-hmm. What are the kids unboxing Thank these Jack. days? Yeah. You know? What are they unboxing these days? I don't even know. I genuinely don't know. Nor do I. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. Good work. Um, we come back in. Adley Rutschman. He's significant. We'll talk to him next. Today's show brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Here it. Watch out. For the first time, the PGA Tour's FedEx Cup Playoffs is coming to Maryland. The top 70 players in the world converge on Kays Valley Golf Club for the 2021 BMW Championship, August 24th through 29th, 2021. Baltimore's iconic and challenging course provides the perfect test as the playoffs heat up. Tickets are now available. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Visit BMWChampionship.com today. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York strip steak, the smoky thigh wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, barbecue chicken bowl, and their silver anniversary turtle cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's silver anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online when a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. 
C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Baseball is back in full in 2021, and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co-host, Zach Goodman, every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at Press Box Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between, plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at PressBoxOnline.com slash TheBatAround or at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. That's the bat around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at Press Box sports it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. This is Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR. Always a pleasure to catch up with our next guest. He just found out that he is headed to Denver to be a part of the Futures game. He is, of course, Bowie Bay Sox catcher, number two, and soon to be number one prospect in all of baseball. Pleasure, as always, to welcome Adley Rutschman back to the program. Adley, it's Glenn and Kyle. It's great to chat with you, as always, man. Thank you so much for taking some time for us this morning. Appreciate you guys having me on. It's great to chat with you, dude. Hey, um, I, you know, yeah, last year was so friggin' weird, man. To, uh, you know, I, I get this out of the way. What, what does it mean to be able to go out there to be in Denver? That the rest of the baseball world is recognizing what you're doing. How exciting is that for you? Oh, you know, it's awesome. It's an unbelievable honor to be invited to this event. Um, I'm just excited to uh, be there, and uh, you know, get to see some guys again, and. Um, yeah, just, uh, it's something I've always wanted to do, and it's been a goal of mine. So uh, just to see it um, come true is, is awesome. Can we get you to make a proclamation now, like there will never be another like all-star weekend festivity that I won't be a part of for the rest of my life? Can we get you to do something like that? It's... <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I hope. I, hope. <laughs> I think that's the right way of saying it, man. I think that's the correct way. Congratulations. That's very cool. and. Obviously, there are going to be a lot of people around here. They're going to be excited to see you. All right, so let's let's handle this. Uh, when we had Grayson on last week, he blamed you for what happened to the glove. 
he said he said I don't think he wanted it. I, I I don't think he wanted the heat that I was bringing that day. He blames you for it. What say you, Adley Rutschman? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> I mean, Grayson does say some dumb stuff on you know on, consi- on a consistent basis, but um, that's just you know his youth showing. He's a young you know young kid, and uh, um, obviously you know he doesn't know what he's talking about. So so what's the real story then? Um, well, I mean, obviously it was a hot day and. <laughs> he throws hard, and the glove just snapped. So, I mean, that's really all I can say. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was definitely unfortunate because it was my favorite glove. Oh no! Okay, so, so so how did it end up playing out? Did you did you require him to purchase you a new glove, or did you have hookups that that wasn't necessary? <laughs> We're gonna try and restring and salvage it, but okay. Um, you know, I'm just gonna tell him for now that he owes me a new glove. <laughs> how how long have you had that glove? Adley, Adley, Adley you there? You. How long? How long have you had yeah. that glove? Hello. Hey, yeah. can you hear us? Yeah. How long have you had that catcher's mitt? Um, this year. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Then we don't feel quite it's as not bad like about you're lucky, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you had taken with you for like a decade that he had ruined at that point. What was What was your reaction? Were you like it was shocking to everybody else? Is it something that's maybe more common than like we realize that it is? What glove breaking? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, laces and stuff will break all the time. Right. But uh, you just gotta, yeah, just gotta restrain them. So the reaction from everybody, it maybe wasn't quite as warranted. This what we we thought this might be like the most. We thought this was like Randy Johnson killing a bird with a pitch. Like we thought this was like the most ridiculous thing we'd ever seen. It maybe wasn't quite that shocking, is what you're saying. No, I mean, they're all the laces blew out on the pocket, so it was pretty insane that all of them at the same time went because usually it's just one at a time <laughs> i mean i like, i don't think i could do it for what it's worth i don't think that i would be capable of breaking all the laces on a glove if i were to throw a ball hey uh, coming through you, you know you're having fun with grace and he's having fun with you we've seen you guys out hanging out and and gunner being a part of that we talk about getting back together with the guys this season just playing baseball how nice has that been and how cool has it been you guys sort of developing that relationship, that friendship um, with guys that are coming up together in this organization. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, the organization is just full of great guys. And, uh, you know, that's what makes the team we're with now and the, uh, you know, the guys throughout the organization great is just the character of everyone around. It's for a, it makes for a great camaraderie with the guys and uh, just an enjoyable time to be at the field every day. And that's all you can really ask. The the atmosphere, obviously, that night where Grayson made his first start, like I don't know that we've ever seen anything quite like that. The atmosphere that you guys have been able to enjoy at Bay Sox games because everybody's been together this season. You know, you, you played in a College World Series. You know a thing or two about big crowds. But can you put into words what that's been like to have that type of atmosphere for games? Oh, it's unbelievable. I think just after last year, too, uh, the appreciation for it goes up so much more. And you just cherish every single moment. Um, and uh, to have fans come out and support us uh, the way they have been, it's, it's, you know, it's unbelievable and it makes for a great time for us. And uh, just for, you know, a good time interacting with everyone because uh, it seems like everyone's invested in, in, in one another. And uh, just it's just cool to see. He is Adley Rutschman. The Bay Sox are back home next week starting on Tuesday the 6th. You can get your tickets right now by going to BaySox.com. And it's Top Gun Week 
and there's going to be a lot of festivities related to a celebration of Top Gun. I will have to be down there. Uh, again, go to BaySox.com in order to get your tickets. Um, Adley, for, for you, one of the things that I did not know about you, how did it start when you would go greet pitchers at the mound at the end of an inning? Where did that come from, and why was it something that was important for you to carry over into your pro career? I don't know if it's something that I thought was important to me, but it's just kind of a habit that you know I have, and uh, I just never stopped doing it. Um, I think I saw my dad. Um, doing when I was young or, or something. And uh, I know I've been doing it since high school and um, shoot, maybe even younger than that, but uh, it's just a habit that I have. And um, I, you know, I'm excited for, for pitchers when they have a good inning I'm you know, and even if they don't have such a good inning, it's, it's, I think it's always important to, um, you know, dissect and have, you know, some sort of feedback and uh, just to be able to, you know, create that relationship and be able to, uh, know that you know I have their back no matter what, and that's kind of what it represents to me. And um, I just want to you know be there for them. And you know it seems like guys enjoy it, but if they don't. You know I'm sure they'd let me know. Yeah, right. They'd say, "Hey, stop doing this, dude. Leave me alone." Right? Like I don't want to yeah, be a part exactly. of that. I mean, but <laughs> to what you're saying, and I, and I asked Grace about, it, I asked a bunch of guys about it. It really does seem like it. It means a lot to them that you go do it? Is it something that you plan to continue? Like, it, it's just sort of a nature of who you are? Like, that, it, you wouldn't break it at this point, even if you got to the major leagues? I mean, I, like I said, it's a habit, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Honestly, I don't really think about it. <laughs> is it, okay, are, is it is it is a superstition at all? Like, is it the point where, like, I have to keep doing it because I, I, I don't want to mess, I, things are going well for me, I don't want to mess with it? No, I don't think it's a superstition. I think it's just, like it's I just said, what you do, yeah. Something I do after innings. I get that, man. I completely get it. Um, uh, uh, the the catcher playing, you know, being behind the plate, playing a little bit of first base this season. Um, take me through sort of the way that you like. Do you want it to be uh, more of a split? Do you want to get some more time doing some other things, or are you saying like, no, I I I'm good with being behind the plate literally every day that they'll allow me to be behind the plate. It's... Yeah, I mean, I I think. Uh... I definitely trust the Orioles process and the schedule that they have. So uh, for me, it's just buying in and, and being able to do that. And, you know, I'm just going to be happy with playing baseball. You, um, you know, we, we've talked a lot over the years about the competitiveness with your mom. Um, and that's where you got some of your competitive nature from. Can you take me through quarantine, like what you were doing, wh- where you were, who you're with, and, and how did maybe the competitive juices come out while you were stuck at home during the course of quarantine? Um, I mean, me and my mom were able to golf a little bit. Yeah. So definitely get competitive during that. Um, but can I, know, can I ask, part, are, you, are you guys playing oh. cash games by chance, Adley? Like, are you, when you guys go golfing, are you playing cash games? No, my mom's not much of a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. But you, would, would you, if she, if she was willing to, would you play cash games with her or is she too good for that? It's, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, my mom's already competitive enough without money involved, <laughs> so I can't imagine what money would do to our relationship. <laughs> Did, hang on, does she trash talk you? Um, no, oh, no, right. she's uh, it's it's more of a you know silent head down and and uh, you know stay focused type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the cerebral nature is what you're saying. She's a more cerebral type when she's out there competing. 
Um, are, are is you she just, able to like compliment you on a good shot, or is she too competitive to kind of mm. congratulate something that does not benefit her, kind of thing? No, no, she's definitely. I mean, she's a mom, and uh, she, you know, she gets excited for me. Um, so she'll definitely compliment me on my shots and and whatnot. But I think uh, now, is, you know, especially when we when we get that time together, it's just we really just enjoy being in each other's company I get uh, more than anything. I get that. Um, are you starting to get the itch? Like, are you starting to, to feel it a little? I mean, I know you're going to, you know, I, I know you're going to say all the right things because I know you and that's all you've ever done. But are you starting to feel a little bit of like the itch to, yeah, I, th I think I'm, I think I'm getting there. I think that I'm, it's sooner than later that I'm going to be ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I'm, I, I feel like I'm, progressing and getting better every day and that's my obviously you know that's my goal and um and so as long as i'm doing that and eh, i'm going to be happy with the results but uh obviously the ultimate goal is to uh to be in the big leagues and contribute to the team so um you know i i don't know what that timeline is but i hope it's sooner rather than later I hope That's you, all I can really say. I hope you know that I understand that answer and that I appreciate it. I completely understand that you're saying the right things and 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 we'll say it on your behalf. We know you're ready. Um, that's uh, it's Glenn Clark saying that. That's not Adley Rutschman saying that. I want to make that very clear. I know you're ready. Um, in the meantime, uh, priorities for you. What 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 do you what is there still to work on? Like when when you're at this place, what what still it can be a priority for you right now? I mean, shoot, that's that's the beautiful thing about baseball is you're never going to reach an arrival point when it comes to any aspects of your game. Um, so there's always going to be things to work on, and um, I'm never going to – you're never, ever going to hear me say, wow, my swing's exactly where it's going to be for the sure. rest of my career. Um, and same with catching. So there's always going to be things to work on, and, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the beautiful thing about baseball, but also – uh, you know, makes for a lot of ups and downs, which uh, is always tough. Can you, you know, I, I don't know if you're, there was a stat that was floating around a couple of weeks ago about how you were hitting when you were behind the plate versus how you were hitting when you were playing first base or DHing. Can can you take me through, like, the toll of of being a catcher and, and, and does it impact? Like, does it make it more difficult to focus on other things? Like, is it such a responsibility that 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 sometimes some days you're like you know what I might not have I might have missed something when I was at the plate that day just because it's such a significant toll being a professional catcher. Honestly, I've never really noticed that. Um, just because I've caught for so long now um, that I you know it could be coincidence or whatnot. But to me, it's uh, you know when I'm catching, um, it's you know it, right now it just feels natural. Sure. So I, I don't really feel like it takes an extra toll. Um, obviously find the dish, you're going to, you know, get a little more tired than you do at other positions at points, but I don't think it affects me at all hitting. You're uh, you know, we brought up Grayson a second ago. Uh, he, I, you guys have clearly been busting each other's balls. He said a week ago that if, um, if he was catching, he'd be a better catcher than you too, by the way, he did, he did throw that out there. He said he was better at you than everything, but that that uh, being able to go out there with him with DL throwing the way that they're throwing, um, who's maybe the guy that doesn't get enough love? Like they get all the attention. Who's the guy that doesn't get enough love that you say you guys should maybe talk and pay a little bit more attention to what this dude is doing? This dude might be pretty special at some point. That's a that's a tough question because we got a lot of guys right now um, with a lot of potential and a lot of talent, 
and uh, it's it's tough for me to single out guys uh, because I don't want to miss Le- anyone. Yeah, you know, if somebody and, being mad at you and saying, "Hey, why didn't you mention me?" I get it. I get. That. <laughs> I mean, not not even that they'd be mad at me because you know that's not really the type of guys that we have on this team. But I just you know I think from uh, the standpoint of I really don't know and and like I said, we got a lot of guys with a lot of talent. So it's I think that's the beautiful thing that um you know you're going to see guys develop over the next couple months couple years and uh i think it's going to be fun to watch and see um uh, you know who's who's there at the end of it and um i, I you know i think there's a lot of guys with that potential so all right all right let's ask this when's the last time you kicked the football last time i kicked the football yeah shoot um <clears throat> gosh it's been a while really yeah been a while i'd say i mean probably not since college oh my god so so you just basically abandoned it all together do you still think if you went and line one up today you'd be able to kick it 50 plus yards um i think i yeah i think i got a 50 in me okay all right by the way but must be nice must be nice you don't do something you're like yeah, i could probably still kick it 50 yards um have you have you been able to make any like contact with justin T- like i still feel like there's been a lot of talk about a kickoff at some point, have you been able to make any contact? Is it something that you'd be up for at some point? <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I mean, you know, I'd love to love to mess around and kick the football a little bit, and that'd be awesome. I don't know if it'd be a kickoff per se, because he yeah, uh, he'd have he'd a probably... bit of an advantage. Yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it'd be a, a charity event for myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just to have a chance to do it, I get that. But I get uh, that. yeah, no, I think I, I think I still got some. Uh, um, some left in the leg, you know, have even you, though I'm washed up, but the, everybody plays the video repeatedly. Have you ever like had a conversation with Christian McCaffrey since that day? Like, has, have you ever been somewhere where it came up and you're like, Oh, you were that guy. Like I still have to, I still have to deal with people bringing up that video all the time of you tackling me. No, I haven't, I haven't talked to him. Oh, um, man, we got We got to make <laughs> I that can't, happen. I can't imagine if, if, I did what he would say. Um, <laughs> be like, oh, you know, I get tackled all the time. Oh, I, yeah, I've forgotten about that. All right, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I so. guess that's probably true. I guess that's probably true. Are you going to get any time? Like, um, so, so give me a day off. What's the day off look like in your life? You guys don't have a game on Monday. What are you, what are you doing? Are you getting, like, a barbecue? Do you get to just have fun and celebrate the 4th of July, anything like that? It's... I don't know. This, this one's going to be, be different just because our game's a little later on Sunday. Um, so we'll get back a little later on that i guess we'll get back early in the morning but um yeah i mean usually usually off days are uh relaxed chill and uh hang out with some of the guys and just try to enjoy the the off day as best we can i get that i get that is there like a fourth of july staple at your cookout like what do you need to have if you got that if you got to have a barbecue what would the barbecue look like in adley rutschman's life oh gosh on on the fourth of july um Sure. I mean, definitely, definitely got to have some American staples, some hot dogs and um, hamburgers, and just a nice smorgasbord of different sides and whatnot. Uh, but I think just the the company and and stuff, uh, I, you know, just hanging out by the barbecue in a nice sunny day, that would that pretty much do it for me. What's your preferred toppings for a hot dog? Oh, I'm going as much as I can on there. Okay. Uh, peppers, onions, hot mustard, um, relish. Nice. And, yeah, I mean, uh, the workings. If if you were competing in Coney Island on the 4th of July, how many would you be able to eat in 10 minutes? 
<laughs> you're a competitive I don't know. dude. No one's ever asked me that. You're a competitive <laughs> dude. I'm thinking that you would actually take this challenge had, and you would really try to. We had, we Joey. had Joey Chestnut. He said he ate 93 hot dogs in his training session of 45 minutes. Shoot, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to do that to myself. Ah. I guarantee you I'd go all out. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you would get the competitive juices flowing the moment you hit there. And even though you know like it's going to do damage to your body, you'd be like, I held it. I'm here. I got to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guarantee like I'm throwing up afterwards. No, <laughs> no questions asked. All right. Adley Rutschman, again, the Bay Sox, uh, they will be away this weekend, but they're hosting 4th of July fireworks. So get to BaySox.com to get your tickets to go check out the fireworks at Prince George's County Stadium, and they're back home starting next Tuesday. Uh, Adley, as always, what can we plug for you social media-wise, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? What can we plug? Uh, I got I got Twitter and Instagram. Um at Adley Rutschman. At, give him a follow there. Adley, always appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for us. And enjoy that trip out to Denver, man. Uh, it's going to be a special tent thing. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Adley Rutschman checking in with us, of course, uh, top Orioles prospect and soon-to-be top prospect in all of baseball. Appreciate him doing that. I, I, I'm a little bit nervous that people don't understand that he was joking about Grayson Rodriguez. We might need to Should send I delete a, that tweet? Or we, we just maybe a follow-up. Just make make sure joking. make sure everybody understands this was. I know Grayson will understand. I I know that I know that's true. I just want to make sure that nobody else. Like I saw it was getting a little bit of. Pl- I'm like I just want to put sure. a tweet replied. He was joking. Yes, you can just you know. I did it. Okay, let's do it. We've done it. All right, very good, very good. Just want to make sure everybody understands that. I'd like to hope that they do that. They understand the relationship. I'd like to hope um, that's true. It always look. I get that he's in an awkward spot, and I appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that he's not going to say like. I'm ready right now. Sure. I'm. I'm. It credit kudos to him for not being a guy that's going to be pissy and you know what the hell are they doing? It would be very easy if you were Adley Rutschman to say, "You see, you see, Andrew Vaughn, you think I couldn't? You think I'm not ready to do that?" It'd be very easy for him to to go that route. He's not. He's a professional. He's being very understanding of it. I have to ask the question. Sure. Because you guys are thinking about it. He's got to handle it the way he's got to handle it. I respect that. I mean, I do. That's just the reality of the situation. It makes for a little bit of awkwardness. You can sort of feel it a little bit. But you got to go through the motions when you have those opportunities. Appreciate Adley Rutschman taking the time for us, as always. Hey, uh, 70, the top 70 golfers on the PGA Tour are headed to Baltimore to compete in the 2021 BMW Championship at Caves Valley Golf Club. Secure your tickets right now by going to bmwchampionship.com. All right, uh, let's get a tidbit. Tidbit brought to you today by Window Nation. 50% off all styles of windows. Plus, no money down, no payments, no interest for 24 months. Two full years at Window Nation. 866-90-NATION. Visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Window Nation, the perfect fit. Tidbit of the day. Of course, your Phoenix Suns have officially secured a spot in the NBA Finals. You mean, this of course, the Royal Your. It's all of our Phoenix Suns. Well, yeah, we're all equal. They, in the five seasons prior. Hey, I got a tidbit for you. Did you know this is the first time there's going to be no teammate of Shaq's? Uh. Was that was there a Clippers player that had been a teammate of Shaq's, and that was the reason why the then it was it was Rajon Rondo. He had played with him in Boston. Boston. Yep, yeah. sure. All right. So before I was so rudely interrupted, 
The Suns, in the five seasons prior to this one and Chris Paul's arrival, mustered a combined winning percentage of point. Three zero two or thirty point two percent. In if you if that was your batting average, you'd be in the Hall of Fame. Well, it's not. Uh, that's the worst winning percentage in five seasons prior to an appearance in the final postseason round in the history of the NBA, NFL, NHL, or MLB. So, don't call it a comeback. Don't. Dave. Don't. Just made quite the turnaround. Yeah, one Chris of the things Paul. I brought up a couple weeks ago, it is really cool to me how the bubble proved to matter, right? Like that they they didn't really Not have for Tyler Hero. Well, that's true. Uh, they didn't really have any business being there. Like honestly, they they weren't as it proved. They won literally all their games and they still didn't make the playoffs. They they really had no business being part of the bubble, but they went and they took it seriously and they gelled. And they fed off that, and then obviously the the arrival of Chris Paul helped a great deal. Speaking of Chris Paul, 41 points, zero turnovers in last night's game. I hear that's, that's good. Not bad. Yeah. He is now the fourth player joining and, one and, Shaquille O'Neal. And he made O'Neal. Patrick Beverly snap. Yeah. Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon as the only players to have 40 and no turnovers in a conference finals game since turnovers became an official stat in 77-78. So... See how well you do with this trivia. If you fail, then I'll give you another one. Chris Paul, 1,090 games prior to his first NBA Finals appearance. Two players played more games than that before Before their first Finals appearance. Who? Barkley? No. Drexler? No. Only one in the Hall of Fame. The other one played like 40 years in the NBA, though. A bit of an exaggeration, but you get it. Robert Parrish? No. I guess he would have won it. He was on the Celtics teams before. But he stole a title with the Bulls. Um, this player ended up winning a title in 2003. Oh, I was thinking it. And then it's not who I thought it was. So David Robinson? No. 2003. 03 the Lakers? So three must have been the Lakers. So his rookie season was in 1984-85. Was on the team. In a... Mitch Richmond. No. Who else was on those teams? It was not the Lakers, by the way. It wasn't the Lakers. So no. it was the Spurs. Yes. Who snuck onto a Spurs team? Mm, that's going to drive me nuts. This player was relatively obscure for the majority of my memories of the NBA. Oh, great. He was that's best earlier very, and prior. He had very helpful. average double digits every season from 85 through 98, 99. And after that, never again. But still played about six or seven or eight more years. I mean, I... Played for a grand total of one, two, three, four, eight <laughs> teams. Not, eight <laughs> teams in his career. Great. Great. I I, I I, figured you'd struggle with this one. Figured it was still worth asking. Yeah, a guard or a big man? Big. A big. A big. A big who snuck on to the Spurs, and it was a journeyman. And... 
big. Big. Ah. I, uh, Christian Leitner. No. No, he, that was that was he was only came in the league. Yeah, game. didn't come in the league that early. But came in in the eighties. A big. A big. Michigan State alum. Kevin Willis. It is indeed. Really, Kevin Willis. I don't remember. I definitely don't remember Kevin Willis ending up on a Spurs roster. One thousand three hundred and forty-two games before his first finals How appearance. About that? How about now that? the second place man is a more well-known player and now coach. And a more well-known player and now coach. Before oh, Steve Nash. Nope. Chauncey Billups. Nope. No, I was going to say Chauncey Billups was pretty young. Now coach. Now head coach? Yes. More well-known player. More well-known player. You can you can you can guess into the microphone if you like. You can I was gonna gonna say Jason Kidd, but I don't no. know. I think he was pretty young when he but I don't know if he was a more well-known player and now coach. I think Doc was older. I mean, no, Doc was younger. Doc? No. More well-known player. Didn't say he was an NBA coach. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um. Oh, Penny was young. Not Penny. <sighs> oh, Patrick Ewing. Nope. Oh, really? Really. He was older, though. I don't know if they ever got there for what's worth. He did. They got there, and they lost to the... He, they were an eight seed, and they lost to the Spurs. Not Patrick Ewing. Although, he might have been hurt. He was on the team. He might not... It's possible he didn't play in the series, but he was on the team. Um, hmm. A more well-known player who's currently... Oh, wow. He's not a Hall of Famer, so I was wrong about that part, so excuse me. Okay. But so we got that going for us. Two-time NBA champ. Two-time NBA All champ. All rookie. And currently a college head coach. Indeed. Of note. Of note. Of note. And you thought he was in the Hall of Fame. He's in one Hall of Fame somewhere. I guarantee you that much. Well, you thought he's in some sort of Hall of Fame. Yes. I'm not sure I'm coming up with it. You'll kick yourself. Will I? Yeah, you will. I mean, I'm not even sure that I can do that. Yeah, you could. <sighs> you you got to guess. Go ahead and guess it, Jack. I'm still thinking. Maybe like Jawan Howard. You said he might. Uh, there you have it. Uh, it is who indeed. Did Jawan, who did Jawan Howard make the finals with? He was uh, with the, the Heat, the heat yeah, I think. And they won it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I mean, there's uh, even, I mean, this all due respect, even thinking that he might have been in the Hall of Fame is nuts to me. Like, that's nuts. John Howard was an okay player for a little while. He was never a particularly good player. I think you're wrong about that. Dude. He averaged 22 points, 19 points, 18 and a half, 18.9, and 17 in his rookie year. Like, there was five consecutive seasons where he averaged at least 17 points. Uh-huh. And then 18.0, 18.2, 17.8. I mean, he's, you know, that's pretty damn good. He was, okay, he was a good player. He was not a Hall of Famer. He was not even a NBA Hall of Fame is a pretty low standard for it's, what it's worth. It's a basketball Hall of Fame. It's not Regardless, the NBA it's Hall the lowest fame. standard it seems of the professional sports. Maybe. Mm, mm, I'm not even sure if I. I don't know if I even fully agree with that. Okay. Like there are guys that are still not in that I'm confused by. He was a one-time All Star. 
Fair in enough. his career. Regardless. He was an all-star once. Jack got it right. You got it wrong. Fair enough. You want to do Fair one that you have a better chance of getting? Quickly, if it's quick. It's Paul quick. George, sixth player with 500 points, 150 boards, 100 assists in a single postseason, joining who? LeBron. Yes, eight times. Who else? There are four oh, others. Four others. Um, and give, and, 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 and give me the 500 numbers. points, 150 rebounds, and 100 assists. 100 assists. Um, Durant. Nope. Jordan. Nope. Not good at basketball. No, he's pretty good. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Nope. Are they all modern? Magic? No. I don't really... Th- I mean, one of them is arguably modern. One of them had the bulk of his career after 2000. The others have not. Uh, one of them did play a little bit after, but not much. Okay. This is, so I'm not going to do that well. We're going we're gonna to end up... This is going to be a nightmare. Well, they're all pretty good basketball players. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I kind of assumed uh, that was the they case. They were all between the 80s and 2000s. They were playing basketball. All between the 80s and 2000s. That was a, a weird time when Michael Jordan is the only thing that I remember. Um, and, you know, some played slightly in the 70s, but not much. Scotty Pippen. No. Reggie Miller. Nope. You guessed one of them in the last one. I guessed one of them in the last one. I don't even remember who I guessed in the last one. It was your first guess. My first guess about the guy that ended up lingering and winning a title. <laughs> I've already or forgotten. Making a finals. Or making a finals. I've already forgotten who I guessed. i got to be honest with you. I completely forgot who I guessed. Mitch Richmond. No. That wasn't my first guess. It was my first guess. Go ahead, Jack. Guess, guess something. Wait, say it again. It was what, oh, how many God's points? Five hundred. Oh, Bar- Barkley. Yes, Charles Barkley is on the you. list. Drexler. Yes, Clyde Drexler's on the list. These players are all Hall of Famers. I'll tell you that much. Jawan Howard. Nope. <laughs> Larry Bird. Three times. I'm missing one. You're missing the one who played after the year 2000. After the year 2000. Was. What was it, Kobe? Nope. He didn't pass. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> um, it because it was. And he doesn't pass the ball either. Um, all right, just just tell me. Tim Duncan. Oh, okay. All right, that's that's logical. That's logical. That should have been a good. He's a pretty good. I don't know if you've heard. He's a pretty good player. All right, Tidbit was also brought to you today by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Tubular brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Return to training camp party July 25th at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, benefiting KC Cares. Get your tickets right now. Tyus Bowser is going to be there. It's going to be a great night. Supporting a great charity. You can also find out more about the Purple Takeover of the State Fair by going to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Again, GreatEightsMemorabilia.com in order to find out more. Orioles are off. Of course they would be getting stopped when they're hot. It's a conspiracy. Baseball doesn't want this smoke. Dodgers National, 7 o'clock on Masson. MLB Network's got Angels, Yankees at 1, Rangers Athletics after that, and then Marlins, Phillies after that. Wilmington coverage continues on ESPN right now. Roger Federer about to take the court. The All-Star starters will be revealed tonight at 9 on ESPN, and then Giants-Diamondbacks at 9.30. 
TNT Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Hawks and Bucks at 8.30. FS1, a friendly between the U.S. women and Mexico. That's coming up at 7. And then Austin FC and Portland Timbers at 9.30. Golf Channel, round one of the PGA's Rocket Mortgage Classic at 3 o'clock. WWE Network for NXT UK at 3. Access TV for Impact Wrestling at 8. Some non-sports highlights. Uh, holy moly, I know you love it. Mm, my favorite show. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt's on Corden. If you're into that... Good Girls, if you're still watching it before it gets canceled, that's on NBC at 10. Stuff and things. Check it out. Nothing too much at winclarkradio.com. Thanks today. Oh, you know, quick reminder. Stan's show is was not last night, if you're wondering. They're doing it tonight. Amazing guest, Drew Forrester, joins Stan and Gary Stein. They'll talk about the, the U.S. Senior Open. Drew Forrester tonight was Stan When you get Drew Forrester, you realize the schedule. Yeah, you're correct. You 100% change your plans when you're able to land Drew Forrester. That's tonight, 745, facebook.com slash pressboxsports, pressboxonline.com. If you miss it, you can find it tomorrow uh, at pressboxonline.com. All of Stan's show is brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Thanks today to Adley Rutschman. Thanks also to Senator Justin Reedy. We'll get those up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glennclarkradio.com. UMBC Athletic Director Brian Barrio is going to join us tomorrow to talk a little bit more about the NIL situation, what that looks like um, like on campus, in their world, for their reality, as it comes together in a hurry. We'll find out more about that from uh, the UMBC Athletic Director. Irons and fires, stuff and things. Stuff and things. Thanks today to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, K&S Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the BMW Championship, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Seriously, PressBoxOnline.com slash contest. PressBoxOnline.com slash contest. Get registered. You can win an awesome night out at Sports and Social for uh, the UFC fight next Saturday night. All right, thanks to Young Jack. Good work. Thanks to Kyle. Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at Kottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. I have a great Thursday night. Go nobody in particular. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.